Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself. Which means, uh, he's got to beat the game, uh, in the middle of the ring, uh, and he has a $2 s- for a wife, uh. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting out of the bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the f-ing game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! oh, wow. Well, you can take that brass ring and shove it up your ass. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. We are live on Facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. It is Thursday night, February the 18th, 2021. We are still the podcast of the millennium. We hope you uh, are enjoying your week and you uh, give this video a like and a share. We'd appreciate that. Make sure you go to ThreeCountThursday.com. That is our homepage. You'll find our social media links, our merchandise at WhatAManeuver.net. What a maneuver. All three designs. Yes, that's three designs because of the... I'm a sausage guy. ...line of merchandise that's up there now, as well as the uh, the other two. Uh, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash 3CountThursday, uh, our home network, of course. NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com, and we stream daily. Ryan at LeebSports.com. How would the people spell that one? Uh, that's spelled L-E-E-I-B sports.com that is the one so uh we hope everyone like i said is having a good night if you're with us give us a like and a share we'd appreciate that get as many people in here as possible well uh since ryan since you gave us that beautiful spelling of leaves leave sports we'll start with you how you doing don't don't do that jim i just got told about a question of the week no nope. moments before we nope. went on air no nope. and i'm you're... trying to do my research right now there's no communication in this podcast it's unbelievable. This is the worst run thing than the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't even think we're that, uh, that poorly run if we're being brutally honest about the situation. But, um, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely not great for you guys. Intern Mark, how you doing? Hi, boys. I'm doing really good, real good. I discovered tonight that the. Uh, the remote for these little LED lights I have in the room. This remote also controls my Superbox channels. Oh. 
So when I tried to flip it over to Swamp People, the colors in here changed. <laughs> See that? Look at that. We I got the color change in lights too. That's amazing. You we're we're Isn't in a wonderful uh amazing world uh that we live in. Charlie uh in here with us and uh from the parking lot of his wife's office. Uh, is, are, I mean, I hope you're there picking her up or something. I, he slipped on ice. Yeah. He couldn't get up. He's just, watching it on his phone. He's just laying there. <laughs> That's dedication. He's like, well, uh, I live here now. Um, <laughs> Matt. How you doing? I'm doing well. Today was my Friday. I've got some new furniture coming tomorrow, so I took the day off. Not to help. I actually got movers this time because the last time I tried to actually move furniture, uh, I was sweating more than Shane McMahon on an episode of Raw. The best in the world! Shane McMahon! Man, Matt kicking us off. That's exciting. That is a way... To start a podcast. That's how we get it done. I hate, to, I hate to admit this, but I am so over that goddamn sound clip. <laughs> it, it annoys me, Welcome I think, more than anybody else on the show right now. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's not great. <laughs> I'm still, I, I still I hate loved it. loved it. <laughs> I can't stand hearing it anymore. The month of me not saying it broke me. I had a fever. And it's broken. Welcome to me, bro. Well, if you can figure out a way to hack the soundboard and delete it, then it'll go away. Or you could just. I don't even update my computer. It's how am I going to hack into something? Well, first (laughs) off, you should be. You should definitely be updating the computer because it's a new one. The new one updates great. Good. Good. It, does, yeah, it should fine. do it automatically at this point, right? Yeah, it pretty much. It pretty much does. Good, good. But I'm just saying, I'm not going to take it off the board because I un- until I hate it. Which I mean, let's be honest. Um, so if you can it's hack WWE it, thing, so it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> if you can hack the soundboard and you delete it, that's fine. Otherwise, it's going to live. It's going to live on. Um, put that to a vote. And Ryan voted in favor of keeping it anyway. So that is true. Ryan was one of the keep votes. So um, I, we, I think we put it up to an annual vote. So come what January next year, is it we'll, annual? we'll put it. We'll put it up to a vote again, and and maybe Ryan will come back on board by by next January. <laughs> uh, Tim, how you doing? Hey, man, uh, I'm good. Life is great. Um, uh don't like all this icy snow stuff mm. but uh other than that man couldn't uh couldn't be happier glad to be here good good and uh i'm doing well yeah not a fan of the weather um i hate it but uh it is what it is can't can't uh can't much change it myself um but uh i wish i could um, okay, so he's he's he Charlie is 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 picking up his wife and then driving her home because of the weather. So uh he's not he's just he hasn't fallen and can't get up and he's not like just being there creepily. It's weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> My wife's at work, so I'm in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> just, just uh like stalking his wife. Um 
Devin, uh, welcome in. Scotty says, yes, congratulations to the new WWE champion, Kenny Omega. Oof, poor JR. Saw that clip last Oops. night. I, it appears I was muted. Oops. All I said was I'm okay. Tim's good. Tim good. I'm good. Uh, but yeah, J- JR screwed up. I'm not, I'm not going to hammer on JR too hard because uh, we've all we've been in that chair ourselves and we've all said words. You see, when, when uh, <laughs> Papa's got a few Moscow mules in him, he kind of slips up and forgets where he works. <laughs> so I was, I was apparently at this place called AEW Dynamite. I don't know if you've heard it before. With great champions like Akaru Sheeter and Kenny Omega. And uh, yeah, those guys and gals, they're fantastic. But sometimes I have fever dreams that I'm back working for Vince and I just say WWE and everything's great. Poor poor JR was nipping a little too much main event mustard before the show. (laughs) You can never nip too much main event mustard. I, I bet it goes real great with a whiz wit. It it might. It it absolutely might. You buy main event mustard. Yeah, I think you can buy. I, I think you yeah. buy it through his website now. I think, or maybe prowrestlingtees.com. dot com. Maybe know. I got. I, I I keep forgetting. I need to go on and buy some of that. Well, you can I, go to my website jrsbbq.com, <laughs> and you can buy my sauce, my jerkies, and my seasoning. Eight dollars a sauce. Eight you know, bucks. Geez. You could also does it give, buy. Does it, does it give you a tugger too when it comes to the- I mean, now? You could also buy for thirty one dollars. Why am I coming? The family pack of the all purpose seasoning barbecue sauce, the hot barbecue sauce, the main event mustard, and the chipotle ketchup. Which uh, the chipotle ketchup is really great. It's a it's a fresh take on American gravy. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> so it's it's all it's all of his sauces plus the seasoning for thirty two bucks. Thirty one, big Jim. Okay, well that's a that's definitely a better deal. Yeah, from Char- one gym from one gym to another, I think that's a fantastic family deal. That that is a fantastic deal. That's what I if I. Uh. If and when I make that purchase, her, uh, <laughs> I will. Uh, I, I will definitely do the uh, the family box pack or whatever the hell. It's oh called. no! Do not click on my jerky link. My jerky link has a four hundred four no fa- not found link. Oh no! So my jerky has gone away. But you can also buy my my brand new book uh, under the black hat, which is available now. <laughs> Thank it's you. A, it's a gift not only for. My many lifelong fans, but for the new ones that are sure to find me. Well, thank you, Jim. I appreciate. Yes, well, appreciate JR, will you sign that, Jr.? Can you personalize it? Uh, let me let me let me see if I will actually. <laughs> um. Thanks, yes, Jim. You give yes, me a chance to open a new beer. You can get it personalized, um, but you cannot combine this with uh any food products so you can't order you can't order my book uh under the black hat and the family pack of my seasoning original original barbecue sauce hot barbecue sauce sauce it chipotle ketchup and of course the main event the main event mustard available only at jrsbbq.com Awesome. Did I tell you that my my book also comes with a bookmark? A, a bookmark. <laughs> yes, it comes Just a with a piece of jerky. 
And it comes with an, ex- an exclusive collectible bookmark. That's well, what it says. No, JR, how much more does it cost me for you to um, shakily scribble the letters JR? Oh, oh in come the front? on. Oh, fuck you, Jim. Well, this book. well my, my signature uh, that you can actually fully read every letter, thanks to my dear wife, Janie, she taught me how to sign my name. Um, she taught me that and uh that 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 signature is on the bookmark so you can see it there you can see all of the great work that my delightful italian angel did for me is that why you call ketchup sauce because she's italian well it is a type of sauce yes but also, my seasoning is oh, also a gravy. A you sauce. Call it a gravy. Amer- American it's a, gravy. It's, a, it's American gravy. So, oh, Amer- oh, okay. Yes, because America, we put it on everything. We put it on That's meatloaf. Fair. We put it on potatoes. We put it on eggs. Patrick Mahomes puts it on steak. Patrick Mahomes is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't mean that, Captain. I don't mean that. I love you. Yeah, Is that I, your new team? Did you decide? I did. Uh, where were you last Super Bowl? Johnny Ace is a piece of shit. I, the I winner of the Super Bowl last year week. earned my fandom for a one-year contract. That contract expired after the Super Bowl with the option for me to renew. So are you renewing? Have you decided? Are you a free agent? Thank you, Jim. You act like I'm, I don't pay attention to what happens on this show. Her, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think I'm back. I'm her, back. Her, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a Colts fan, and I'm definitely not an Eagles fan. Woof. Uh, so, um, Scotty, I like teams that have quarterbacks. Yeah. Scotty asks Jr. Cowboys fan either. Though. Well, that's true because we don't have a quarterback currently. Um, Where's Dak? We'll that's he, on Huddle he, Up, guys. He was another- he he was a, a franchise deal last year, so he's a he'll be a free agent when the new season. Um, as a former fan of the team from Washington, you can also just franchise him again. Well, they're probably going to because they're not going to. But and then double down and then do it again. Oh, they, and they, then... they, they I'm sure they will. Um, Scotty has a question for Jr. Is Jr. still here? Oh uh, yes. Okay, Jr. He says, "Where are the photos of Medusa that Tony looks at weekly?" Uh, so he actually keeps them in a Ziploc baggie. Yeah. That is uh, hidden in his travel pillow. If Ooh. you uh, if you subscribe to Connie's pyramid scheme website, adfreeshows.com, <laughs> you can see us. Uh, you can see the pictures hiding, peeking out from behind his uh, his pillar. There's another question too. Uh, when will you and Kevin Kelly fight? Um, I don't think we're ever gonna fight because um, I don't think I remember what Kevin Kelly looks like. Um, <laughs> It, for all I know, that could be whoever's underneath Excalibur's mask. Um, <laughs> Kevin Kelly. Uh, actually, I think I've got breaking news right here. Can uh, I think there's a sounder for that? Uh, yes. Breaking news. Excalibur is former WWF commentator Kevin Kelly. That's not true. I don't think that's true. No, that's... I'm Jim Ross. I sit next to him every Wednesday night. Who do you sit next to on Wednesday night? No, nobody. That's right. Exactly. You're going to say that Jr. the voice 
of wrestling in our in our teen years is a liar. Is that what you're saying, Ryan? You call me a liar. I'm not calling you a liar. I mean, you kind I am of simply am- saying I don't think the elevator's riding to the top floor anymore. <laughs> Ouch. Well, I prefer the stairs, anyways. You <laughs> How did I? Th- the stairs. I can do the stairs. Down, only down. Well, I've, 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 I'm, I'm still doing the, the stairs. All right, all right. He's still doing them. All right. I let... your book, by the way. Oh, you did! Congratulations. I did. It's I have gr- I have zero gr- intent of reading it. It's a great doorstop. So, Ryan, let's play a game. How many wrestling books do you own? Going to ask that. That's a good question. Uh, I mean, just a a general number. I will count. I will count on our break. Circle back to this. Okay. I I think because I don't read either, but I have a plethora of wrestling books. I really do too. I mean, I almost bought the Bella book just for the sake of having uh, like the Bella wrestling book. See, (laughs) woof. Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't. I said almost. Chill the hell out. That's a bad idea. You went one wrestling book. <laughs> you? I only, only have one. I only own one. Which one is, is that? A- AJ Lee. Yep. Okay. All right. I have a couple. Well, you wouldn't have to read the uh, the Bella book. I understand it's a picture book. <laughs> I like no looking at pictures. <laughs> but also, um, when you when you have it, you actually um, you can you can just look, but you can't touch. Mm. I actually heard that they wrote the whole book in French. <laughs> All right, let's. I was about to get sexy really quick. <laughs> Can we get this goddamn thing on the road? Oh, number of viewers are dropping. I was going to get naked. Go oh, boy. Oh. Get them back. Get them back. <laughs> hey, what day is it? More about your sauce. What day is it? Thursday? But what day is it? Oh. It is uh, February the 18th. No birthdays in wrestling today. No birthdays in wrestling today, but we jump all the way back to 1978 when WWWF World Champion Superstar Billy Graham defeated Bruno Bruno San Martino in a steel cage match in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania when San Martino gave Graham a kick that sent him through the ropes and out the open door. On this day! 1985, one of the most famous matches in WWF history, the war to settle the score between WWF world champion Hulk Hogan and Rowdy Roddy Piper took place in Madison Square Garden. Uh, The match, which saw pop star Cindy Lauper in Hogan's Corner, was aired live on MTV. Referee knocked out during the match. Paul Orndorff joined Piper in beating down Hogan. Lauper got on the apron, apron, Piper and Orndorff uh, advancing on her when Mr. T, sitting in the crowd, came to Lauper's aid. Hogan and Mr. T went at it with uh, Piper and Orndorff until police officers separated them. This, of course, led to the match uh, that would main event the very first WrestleMania. On this day! 1993, Kerry Von Erich committed suicide uh, on his father's ranch in Texas. He was just 33 years old. Of course, uh, this was covered um, in the Dark Side of the Ring series. On this day! 1996, WWF holds their sixth in-your-house pay-per-view retroactively titled Rage in the Cage from the Louisville Garden in Louisville, Kentucky in front of 5,500 fans. 
The show featured three dark matches, one free-for-all match, and five main card matches, which was main evented by Bret Hart successfully defending his WWF championship against Diesel in a steel cage match. On this day... 2007, WWE holds their ninth annual No Way Out pay-per-view from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California in front of 14,000 fans uh, with a 218,000 buy rate. Uh, The show featured one dark match, eight pay-per-view matches, and was main evented with John Cena and Shawn Michaels from the Raw brand, defeating Batista and The Undertaker from the SmackDown brand. And then finally... On this day... 2008, WWE announced Ric Flair would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame for the first time. Uh, Flair, of course, would be inducted again in 2012 as a member of the Four Horsemen, becoming the first person in history to enter the Hall of Fame more than once. On this day... Those are the events that happened in on February the 18th uh, in pro wrestling history. Yeah. Who else? There are three other... I believe there are three other two-time WWE Hall of Famers currently. Uh, Brett's one. Brett is one. Um, uh, Hogan? Hogan is not yet. Okay. Because the NWO hasn't gone in yet. Oh, uh, is Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels. And there's one more? There's one more. Booker T. Booker T in there twice? Booker oh, is T. he in as a single and as Harlem Heat? Yes. Oh, okay. When did Harlem Heat get in? Is that uh, just the recently? Year before that was uh, 2019. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the last actual ceremony. Yep. But then once the once next year happens, you can include Scott Hall Ke- or not? Yeah, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and redacted to that list. So are they not? Have they announced? Are they going to do? A, they're not going to do a Hall of Fame again this year, are they? They're going to do last year's Hall of Fame this year. Okay. Do we remember who last year's was? JBL, Batista, the Bella Twins, the NWO, and <laughs> I feel like there's one more. Um. That's like Lions' worst nightmare of a Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, Batista, JBL, Bulldog, Jushin Thunder Liger, the New World Order, and the Bella Twins. Okay, well, Bulldog's good. Liger, Liger, but Liger's in good. Hall of Fame. Liger's good. Yeah. What y'all are being very disrespectful? To you know, it's a shame Bella, maybe. Yeah, she uh, definitely belongs. Come on now, stop. Yeah. Brie should be in by herself. Don't make maybe me. Don't make me. Mute y'all you. think Brie Bella belongs by herself? But neither Batista nor JBL do. Get out of here. Well, the APA will go in next year, too. Probably. I congratulate JBL, but he still has me blocked. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I think it'll fall It'll fall on deaf ears from all of it. I don't think... Look, man, he's doing great. Mark, have you been blocked by JBL? I don't think so. I'll go on and check tonight. You should just go on and comment so. about his facial hair, how you don't really particularly care for it. That's enough to get you blocked. <laughs> Because it was you in the hat, right? Like, bitch. (laughs) 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 I am not blocked by JC at JC Layfield. Yeah, I am, and we are. So, who else? Who else are y'all blocked by? Are you still blocked by that? Probably Ryback. Are you still blocked by the Young Bucks? Yeah. Well, Jim uh, Dunn is blocked by one of the two. One of the two. I think Nick. I think Nick of the Bucks. I think we're blocked by. 
I mean, that was probably warranted. I assume you were tweeting something like, "The Young Bucks suck. They're not in WWE. I hate them." I, hate I, I mean, guys. I don't, I don't recall ever tweeting that. I mean, I know I've thought Close. it, but I don't, I don't think Close. I've ever, I don't think I've ever actually really tweeted shame. that. I wish I could see who has me blocked on Twitter. Right? Like, why don't they make that a uh, <laughs> a tab that you can just easily click on? Yeah, because like, I'd love to know. Part of that's like bragging rights, like yeah. Doug Flutie has not blocked me, and he certainly should have. Because he's a saint. <laughs> I was going to say, does he know how to use Twitter? He's old as shit, isn't he? Uh, former WWE 24-7 champion Doug Flutie. Ugh. Can you please Ugh. put some respect on that name? Ugh. I apologize. Last Gross. person to score a drop kick point in the NFL. Great. Put some respect Great. on he's that He's also name. like the last Notre Dame commentator that wanted me to throw a hammer through my television, but... Here Perfect. He's the last one. <laughs> you know what? If you guys wouldn't be so goddamn greedy and be NBC exclusive and just show your games like anybody else, no, I join mean, a conference. Or NBC could just not have Shut Doug. <laughs> he's not on anymore anyway. <laughs> right. He's not on. So it, the problem has solved. Um, Charlie says he's blocked by Meltzer, Alvarez, and JD from NY. We're definitely blocked by JD from NY. Um, Does that even count as somebody that gives a shit? Though? No, like, no, absolutely not. Um, no, we're not blocked by Meltzer or Alvarez. I would have sworn we would have been by now, but we're definitely not. <laughs> well, I don't care about old Meltzy boy. Um, but at one point, Ryback had blocked us, and then he had unblocked us. I'm sure. I, I don't know if he's re-blocked us, though. I'm uh, sure it did happened. You, did you guys meet him at PWE, or is that after uh, he blocked you after? We were blocked when we met him. Yeah, we... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, Probably what got us blocked, Tim, what, <laughs> well, how did I get, you, how did I get you blocked? I'm the nice guy. No, I know. Just, just mockingly doing his arm motions. I'm sure Jim did that in a video somewhere. I'm sure he did. Probably. Or, I mean, he probably knows that Jim pops for all of his. That's what she said. Jokes. <laughs> it's the most goddamn stupid as thing. He, as he eats triple the portions of anything. in a fast food <laughs> Yeah, restaurant. exactly. Yeah, can I get seven patties on that Whopper, please? Uh, yes, can I get the Sir, this new is a Wendy's. Right, can you... I get the new McGangbang? <laughs> it's where you get a McChicken and you put it in between a Big Mac. When I was at a... Oh, that's the new one? Well, that's... Yes, apparently... I mean, I've heard they... of, like, the regular McGangbang, which is, like, the double, the McDouble and the McChicken. Now, it's you put a, you put a McChicken in oh a God. Big Mac. Like just the chicken or the whole the roll and everything. The whole, the whole thing. You take the you basically remove the middle bun or the middle bun from the Why Big Mac. Why are you Mac. even doing that? And just the, do the chicken whole thing. is the and the, then the whole McChicken. The Big Mac is like the perfect sandwich. Why anybody would ever want to fuck with it? I don't know. I I disagree. I, I am hate, a I Big hate, Mac whore. I hate the Big Mac. I mean, literally, Big Macs just all over my body. <laughs> I, I don't get, like Big Mac sauce. Oh, my God. I'd put okay, my wiener then, in it if I could. Well, we guys, we all had a good run. Uh, that's been Three Count Thursday. Uh, so almost good. seven years Jim, running. You talked about it, too. <laughs> what? Also. About the Big Mac. We also, went to the same college. Fun fact. You know you can order Big Mac sauce on any sandwich there, right? It's delicious. Yeah. I dip my fries in it. It's very good. It's <laughs> so good. Dip your fries in Thousand Island dressing. Not Thousand Island. Take it back. <laughs> it's thousand. It's like Thousand Island dressing and fancy sauce, right? The fuck ass was that? That sounded like real good. Nope, nope. Relish in it. 
But don't know. That was me. That was me. We're good. We're good. It was the secondary was computer. At the door? Virus scan. We're okay. We're good. No oh, virus. No viruses. No virus. Look at that. All right. Let's. Um... Cyrus the virus. <laughs> so, what would your go-to like fast food sandwich be? Fine. By the way, McDonald's has a new chicken sandwich. Delicious. Ooh, I got their spicy nuggies the other day. All right. So go to fast food order. I feel really sandwich fast food sandwich. Just your sandwich. Like, what's Mm. your favorite fast food sandwich? The Chick Fil A sandwich. Well, like the 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 classic the classic sandwich. Not the spicy, not spicy. mm. Are you doing deluxe with the cheese or no. just the just the no. pickles? No pickles. I had the new oh, so spicy. You're a no pickle guy. I'm a no pickle guy. I had to get the pickles. <laughs> if they now, I think that they should offer it with pickle juice, because if like I if I accidentally get it with pickles and I pull them off and there's still pickle juice on the bun, then that's really delicious. But I hate pickles, so just. I don't, but I don't want to pull pickles off. I just want you to like dab pickle juice on my sandwich, <laughs> and that's it. I get it. I, I am that Lick way with hot dogs. Sandwiches for flavor. I mean, sauerkraut. I want sauerkraut juice, but get that stringy shit off of my dog, Devin. And now you see my end goal for entirely three count Thursday. Um, congratulations. My first off, Ryan, as a fast food podcast. why that I, I can't even touch that right now. Why? But like Chick Fil A, I'm sure. Like, I mean, they ask like, "How can I serve you?" Like, I'm sure they would do that if you ask them. I don't want to be the asshole who asks those God fearing men and women at the Chick Fil A to dip their hand in these trying times into the giant pickle jar to flick pickle juice on my sandwich for flavor. Well, no, they just they use the tongs to pull the pickle slices out of the jar, and then they just shake they shake it. Over your sandwich. But then I might get like pickle like flesh on my sandwich. Oh, I don't come think they on would now. Be upset about that. I just don't like pickles. It's a great day at Chick fil A. How can I help you? How, How can, can I, I serve, serve, you? serve you? How may and I serve you? They're literally asking. And then they're like, hey, I just want a little bit of pickle juice. And then they're going to be like, mm, fuck you today. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> no, they won't. They'll say, They'll say God bless you. The next time and I go to Chick fil A, exactly I'm going to ask for a, for a dab of pickle juice on my sandwich. You know, just what? To see what they you know what? Spit on. If, if they're gonna spit, that's fine. That's fine. I'll just make sure Matt tomorrow. spits in my mouth first, so I'm I'm COVID safe. If the roads are like clear spit. tomorrow, I will go to Chick Fil A during my lunch break. Do it, and I will be like, "Excuse me, can I get number one with pickle juice?" Just do it. Um, I got the uh the tape the, it or it didn't happen. I will. <laughs> I got the Good. new spicy grilled chicken sandwich at the chick-fil-a and it is fantastic by the way because i'm usually a spicy deluxe guy when i go chick-fil-a or the grilled nuggies but the uh the new spicy grilled is wonderful they have delicious macaroni and cheese there if i had to go a it's burger so though, good i would probably it's go good. the bake the baconator is really good i love me the baconator devin's oh devin Devin, man, you're so wrong. It's okay. Well, you you were with me this whole way. It's okay to be wrong, and it's totally fine. Charlie says the Wendy's spicy chicken is awesome. I agree with that. Denise wants a Whopper. Uh, also good. I like Whopper's the Whopper, but the Whopper has... We've, we've talked about this before off-air, but like the Whopper has a distinct flavor 
of Whopper grease. Mm-hmm. Like for the full of flame. Right, because the Whopper Junior is the not the same. Broiled. Like it just, it's all just the Whopper. So if I'm in the mood for the the Whopper grease, then that's give me that Whopper grease. What did Devin say? Give me a cup. He, he said Chick Fil A is overrated. Chick Fil A, it's overrated, and he is also oh. overrated. Yeah, he's going to hell for that. It's, it's yeah, okay to is, be. It's okay obviously. to be wrong. It's okay to be no, wrong. Devin, you're right. Are you oh, kidding? Can we boot him from this already? Come on. I mean, they're good chicken sandwiches, but I don't think there's anything special about it. Right. Fuck it's, waiting it's in line chicken. for a chicken sandwich. That's bogus. It's the Lord's chicken. I mean, it's the Lord's chicken. I mean, just go at the right time, Ryan. Right. It's that simple. Or be an adult and get the app, order ahead of time, pull in, get your ish, and get out. Hi, it's nine o'clock in the morning. I better get my Chick Fil A because Jim said it's the right time, and I don't want to wait over lunch break. Well, if you are also a professional, hey, and just like get a job where you're going to be shut minis. down in the pandemic, and you can literally go at any time. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a fair point. You're not going to work for a year plus, but you can get Chick Fil A without dash. a wait. Before Wendy's switched out their home style chicken, the Wendy's home style chicken was better than Chick Fil A. You're nuts. Ooh, no, 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 no. There's nothing better than Chick Fil A chicken sango. There's a lot, a lot. Now, what in the chicken? In the chicken what chicken? What this, chicken sandwich at a fast food place is better than the Chick Fil A? That McDonald's chicken sandwich that they just released is tasty. Okay, well I haven't I haven't tried that one yet. Farms before I would go to Chick Fil A. Which one? Royal Farms. Yeah, Royal Farms is good. Royal Farms. Is ah, good. they don't have a drive-through though. I'm not getting out of my car. I'm fucking lazy. <laughs> well, apparently you have to call in your order and get out of your car anyway, and run in and pick up your food. So no, oh, right. they that can deliver it to, to your it. door. They have spots. <laughs> well, they. Have, I mean, you can get DoorDash Royal Farms too if you really <laughs> get lazy with it. As a person who Uber lives Reach. right down the street from a Rofo, I'm I I, I discredit the Royal Farms talk. It's hot garbage. Oh no the one the one time oh. I had it down at the beach because I tried the the fried chicken down there and it is it is delicious. It's I will tasty. ask this: Were you too drunk to taste that chicken? No, I was stone cold sober. Well, <laughs> no, that's the bottom line. Now, what is what is your what is your go to? Since we're already on this train, well, no, what is Mark's go to sandwich? I don't think he has answered. Or Tim, I. I said the chick. Oh, no, I started are, this whole thing. Yeah, Tim Matt, started I, it with the Chick Fil A. Right. I I'm right there with Tim. I don't go there nearly enough. Um, but the chicken fillet, the regular chicken wow. sandwich with the pickles. Shout out to all my Chick Fil A friends from Hershey Park if you're listening. <laughs> it's also. April. <laughs> also, we're talking about fast food stuff. It is Shamrock Shake season. It is. Yes. Is it, is it out? Is it officially out? Yes. Official. All right. Well, I guess I know where I'm going tomorrow. I don't care for the shamrock shake. I love it. it now, it's not Put some in fucking crest in a vanilla milkshake. It's stupid. Don't oh, like it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry we eat something with flavor and taste, Ryan. <laughs> My bad. Can't do that around here. I mean, the first time I tried to order the shamrock shake and I just didn't taste any potatoes, I was I was just offended. <laughs> now, it's not as good as it used to be, though. Back in the day when they had like they had the mix that would actually run out um like you had to, you had to get it like within like the first week i feel like um yeah yeah they used to run out frequently but uh now now it's not it's not quite the same 
Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Three Cat Thursday. We were discussing chicken sandwiches because wrestling this week was kind of crap except for two shows. <laughs> Welcome wrong. to me, bro. I don't even You're watch wrong. wrestling anymore. I just come here to talk fast food. <laughs> Great. Um, hey, Matt, do you, do you remember? Matt, what the, is your favorite uh, fast food salad? <laughs> I'm actually a fillet of fish guy if I'm getting a sandwich. Ooh. I do like a fillet of fish. Have They're you? Fucking it's delicious. fillet of fish season. It, it, it's it's it, well you can always get fillet of fish but it's fish sandwich everywhere else season right, the arby's one comes back now the arby's oh. king hawaiian fish sandwich oh, is so fucking good it yeah, is so good I pass on that no get that lettuce you, shit out of here no it is oh and it, you can get the uh the Arby's uh, Andy's Mints milkshake are very good too. Ooh, or the Jamoka so shake. I'm a fan of the Jamoka shake at uh, at Arby's. Um, so good. Least favorite fast food item. Really quick lightning round around the horn. Like oh, if man. somebody bought you this and put it in front of you, you would actively refuse to eat it. McDonald's apple pie. That's oh! the right answer. That is the answer. No. Those are disgusting. No, Matt, I love I the I love the pies. And they got Everything a cherry pie right now. It's so good. Oh, There's I love nothing it. to them. You're yeah, that's the point. They're horrible. It's, it's like crushed. a little bit of flaky stuff and like two chunks of apple. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's and it's hot. what thirty two cents hot. or something. Just shut up and eat it. It's no. like they took the grease from the grease trap of the fries and put sugar in it and then inserted that into a flaky crust. And are like, here's your hot apple pie. And you have to re-microwave it anyway when you get home because it's maybe room temp at best. Uh, oh, Charlie says the McGriddle is his least favorite. Devin says the waffle fries from Chick-fil-A. Oh, man. It depends on what oh. time you get the waffle fries. Like, I've never got a fresh, good cooked batch of waffle fries. You, I gotta eat, you have like three minutes to eat all of your waffle fries. Just, yeah, just, or they're just, there might as well be just they might as well just be basura at that or point. Or if you, if you get, a, if you get a, a, a container with a lot of the big ones, you're screwed. Like, yeah. there's gotta be a healthy mix in there. Ch- Scotty says tacos from Taco. How do you not like Taco Bell? God no, damn it! Oh, I haven't man. had Taco Bell uh, in like over Mexican a year. Mexican food, right there. Baby. <laughs> um, yeah. The I would I would just I would throw away any any sort of a biscuit breakfast sandwich. I'm not a biscuit guy for breakfast. Give me a muffin. Give me a croissant. Give me a bagel. The 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 biscuit. It's 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 dry. It's it's too, it's too doughy. It Chick Fil A biscuit is on point though. See, I haven't had the Chick Fil A breakfast <sighs> before. Chick Fil A breakfast biscuit is on point. So biscuits but- from. From Burger King or McDonald's, I, I would I would get them out of here. If you're not getting a Chris sandwich from Burger King, mm. you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you failed already. Yeah, uh, God damn the fully loaded Chris sandwich, baby. Oh my God, now All I want a Chris meat. sandwich. Ryan, I can eat. The, uh, Go ahead, Mark. Wendy's. I was gonna say, has anybody tried Wendy's breakfast? Delicious, so it's good, really good, so good. good. It's gimmicky, but it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be gimmicky. And I also had their like frozen frosty coffee drink whatever it is oh yes it's that's delicious as well um so if you're if you're a coffee guy dig into that um ryan worst fast food thing. man i don't know i'm such a fast i know food. it's tough being fat it just really like everything being, right i feel like i'm gonna disown somebody <laughs> right um <laughs> who's your least favorite kid go <laughs> i would have to say uh the burger king chicken sandwich 
the long which chicken? one the long guy oh, yeah the long with the long guy okay long chicken yeah, yeah man. because i feel like that's always super greasy there's like four shreds of lettuce and copious amounts of mayonnaise which right. i enjoy mayonnaise, the mayonnaise but not that much mayonnaise <laughs> because yeah. it's so fucking greasy the sandwich yeah it looks like somebody effed on your sandwich it's really <laughs> gross oh i had the absolute worst Come in my face. chicken sandwich from uh, burger king almost three years ago I bit into it. It was like a piece of rubber, and I threw it out on the Cloverleaf Road, and it was laying there for a few days. And I haven't eaten one, and I haven't gone back to that Burger King since, and I won't go back to that Burger which, King. Which Burger King? Put them on blast. No, I'm going to put them on blast. It's the one on Cloverleaf Road at the uh, Elizabethtown Mount Joy exit, right here on mm-hmm. between Route 30, uh, or Route 230 and uh, 283. Dude, you I, suck. I, I almost see. I'm. That's funny. <laughs> I almost went to that one. That's the angriest Mark's been on, in the history of this show. Ever, by the way, you, you, you touched a nerve. I, I was on my lunch break. I didn't have much time. <laughs> I waited in line, and I got this sandwich. And I tried to bite. It was like a piece of rubber. Tim, uh, can you was, can you block uh, Charlie from the from the page? You know, <laughs> for saying? blaspheming the, the McRib. McRib was horrible. Do not blaspheme the McRib. I don't think the McRib is great. It's only great because it's limited time. Exactly. Exactly. It's not a hell. It's not healthy at all. Okay. First off, it's McDonald's. And Nothing's it's healthy a there. Fucking sloppy mess. Every time I've ever eaten one. Yeah. So they is a Big Mac every napkins. time you eat it. No, it's not. It is. Don't fucking you lie. Hold it. Uh, some lettuce will fall. Lettuce out. and sauce. Fuck you. No. No. If you have the we proper amount McRib. of sauce, no. If you, you have, have the proper amount of sauce on a Big Mac. Face. It's fucking messy. It's not you true. Bite into a Big Mac, your car just explodes with shredded lettuce. Yeah, bop everywhere, everywhere. It's everywhere. You eat a fucking McRib and you end up getting symboled with the fucking barbecue sauce. There's so much of it. Yeah, and then you get to wipe it off with your hand, lick it off, and it's fucking delicious. <laughs> keep going, and you just keep going. You bathe in it. It doesn't matter. No, I will eat pickles on that sandwich. I will take my pickles off of the Big Mac though. How did I? I also like pickles on a cheesesteak. So, Ew, what? How are we yeah, friends? Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll go out to like Charlie's at the mall and get pickles and get, on like, a cheesesteak. I will get mayonnaise and pickles on a cheesesteak. Oh my god! And it's fucking. Delicious. Please tell me you don't do that. Like if you go to like Tony Luke's or Geno's no, or something wit. like that. Okay, no, that's whiz wit. Jesus. Absolutely. Okay, thank God. Um, Ron, you get mayonnaise on a cheesesteak. I fucking love it. I mean, you yeah. also you're also a, a mayonnaise French fry dunker as well, right? I do enjoy mayonnaise and French okay. fries. Okay, not from a fast food joint though. But Mark, that that Burger King, we we were out we were out and about the other week, um, and we almost stopped there for lunch. And when I say Let's lunch, well, this was a late lunch. This was like two thirty in the afternoon, and there was like fourteen cars in in the drive through, and I'm like, well, there's the, I, there's no way we're eating here right now. So we left. So I'm actually glad that uh, that that I didn't go there because apparently it uh, it is bullshit. Um, yeah, they're they're trash. They burned me twice, and the second time was on that uh, that piece of rubber they tried to pass off as a chicken sandwich. That ended up on the side of the road on Cloverleaf Road <laughs> that Friday morning. That's awesome. Late Friday morning, Scotty. Ew, I went the banana ew, and mayonnaise ew. sandwich. <laughs> That's why Elvis died. That was peanut butter. Have you ever tried banana and mayonnaise? No. No, I don't want to. Well, then reserve. 
No. No. I wouldn't eat that on a bench. I feel like at this I've point. I've never met the devil, but I know he's bad. Like, I don't need to meet him. <laughs> I feel like at this point in my eating career, there's certain things I could be like, I won't like that. Yeah, that's, so, that's one of them. So one of my roommates. And now look at you. That's all you drink. All right. So you kind of backed me into a corner here. You so son of a one bitch. Of my roommates, How bad is your potassium? That's very good. That's a very good choice. One of my roommates puts a scoop of mayonnaise in her ramen. Take so. the pillow and just smother them. <laughs> <laughs> now, has anybody has anybody tried the uh, like doing a grilled cheese, but instead of butter on the bread, have you ever used mayonnaise on the bread? It's weird. Easier to spread. So, Easier yeah. to but it's, spread. But it's weirder. It like, uh, doesn't taste. I don't. I prefer the butter taste. I prefer butter, taste. but but mayonnaise is a is a proper substitute if you're ever in a pinch. I think it's a fair substitute. It's a fair yeah. substitute. Just don't, just what don't type of pinch would you be in? Like you if don't you have don't any have butter, butter and you butter. only have mayonnaise? Yeah. You just don't need a grilled cheese. Well, yeah. dude, if you want to grill, like if I go, I want a grilled cheese tomato soup for dinner and I open up my fridge, there ain't no butter in there. And I'm obviously, I'm obviously, some butter <laughs> obviously, obviously, there's going to be mayonnaise. Why am I coming? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why am I coming? Uh, but, uh, you know, you don't know. Maybe, maybe you just ran out of butter. Maybe, you know, you just, I don't know, Ryan, just saying, if you're ever in a pinch, everyone to give we're it a talking try. talking about breakfast sandwiches. And that reminded me oh my God. the, uh, the steak. An egg uh, bagel was one of the trashiest sandwiches that I've ever oh, had. Oh, McDonald's? McDonald's. Disgusting. Dis- yeah, that's why it's not on the menu anymore. <laughs> you like and that? So. No, I'm really? giving a thumbs up. Oh, okay. Too oh, yeah. sweet Woo. to Charlie, who said that this is the reason why this country has diabetes. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's yes. right. I mean, Just we're, we're basically the diabetes cast at this point. I mean, diabetes. Type two cast. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes. Peanut butter and bacon sandwich, Charlie says. That's why Elvis died. I think that's the one that, with banana, I think, on it. That's what killed Elvis. So I know that I asked. So I know that I asked a question that, that stormed, that turned the entire podcast wild. But I feel like there was another question this week as well is that right sure let's let's just go around the room quick because i was going to talk about vengeance now ryan and i talked about vengeance day let's just go around the room quick um tim what did you think you know uh cliff's notes what did you think of takeover vengeance day great and great until match three match four and five are meh yeah i think that's kind of what ryan and i discussed what would you grade the show B minus C plus. Okay, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it lost me towards the end there. Um, I, I would give it a C plus. Okay, it was okay. Nothing special. Mark. Yeah, my takeovers are usually my A show almost every time, but this one, I'd have to give it. I I'm really thinking about. It, I'd probably give it a B, which is kind of sad. I thought it was good, but it just was not. It didn't live up to uh, at least my expectations of the takeover. Um, time Taco Bell has a breakfast taco. That's a thing. Not around here. Oh well, fuck. 
I thought they used to. Man, Sonic I got it. They, they used uh, to. I got burritos. They were I got Sonic, Sonic breakfast burritos. Delicious. Disgusting. Man, I oh. love Sonic. I hate Sonic breakfast. Really? That ultimate burrito? I hate that it. Thing's so fucking huge. Yeah, I hate it. Makes your wrist sore when you eat it. Yeah, I hate it. If I want my wrist to be sore, I want to do it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> Why am I coming? Exactly. <laughs> Ryan, you still have the. the- for those for those of us who didn't hear on Tuesday, what were you guys' thoughts on uh, Takeover? I didn't watch it at all. I just made shit up. <laughs> Are you Jim serious? Would go and Jim would say shit, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I really enjoyed that moment." That's right. That's right, yeah. Jim. Are you he said something? I'm the Johnny Gargano match didn't live up to the expectations I thought it was going to have. <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? No, I fucking love. Okay. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I thought the uh, I thought match three was actually the peak of the show, and it went down hard after match three, um, which was the male uh, Dusty Classic match. I thought that was the match of the night. Uh, MSK versus uh, uh, the other folks. It was such a good match. I, it was so long ago. It, it was folks. four four days. Is a very long time. I um... the women sucked though. That was that was uh, twelve minutes. Was not long enough for a three way match. Yeah, the the women's the women's title. Yeah, the the the, the women's title match and the the men's the championship match. Um, yeah, definitely went down. It peaked in the middle. Uh, although I had Gargano and Kushida as my my match of the night. Um, I think my grade grading scale. I think it came out to a to a B plus. I think it came out to. Uh, I don't have my scorecard in. But front it was of like eighty nine B plus. He said no. It was it was like an eighty seven point zero zero one B plus. Like it was. It was teetering on a B. It was teetering on a B. To be tr- yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so that's NXT TakeOver. Now, we did have a... The three count question of the week. Uh, which we're revisiting our uh, Mount Rushmore series, which we hadn't done one of them uh, in a little while. And this one got sparked. Uh, friend of the show, uh, Ernest E.J. Christian, uh, he and I were, were texting the one day and just out of the blue, he was like, uh, is, I think he asked me, is Mr. Fuji a, top, like a top man, top four manager of all time? I was like, huh, that's a kind of a good question. So it, it, in, in my head, it kind of sparked me to go, well, we haven't done a Mount Rushmore of managers so let's let's dig into that one and let's do our our top four uh, managers of, uh, of of all time. Uh, is there anybody that wants to kick off and do theirs first? Are we doing all four or one at a time? Uh, you can do all four. Anybody want it? No. All right, I can go. I'm oh, so we all decide at the same time. Tim, go ahead. I will go first. That's what happens, Jim, when when you're the host and you don't just designate what you want to have happen. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be a dictator, guy. I just, I want to. We're we're in the too late. You just want to be a dick. I got it. All of a sudden, Jim doesn't want his authority. Right. Unbelievable. I use it when I need to. I just want to be a tater. (laughs) I use it when I need to use it. Taters are delicious. I love taters. Oh no, I made a bad decision. Oh God. What do you? Are you getting a cramp? Oh, are you no. scratching? No, he's scratching was... his foot. No, what are you... I did worse. What are you doing? You Uh-oh. did worse. You're digging for gold. Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. Do you want somebody else to go, Tim? No, I got it. I got it. Everything's good. I'm scratching. 
It's not good. I got it. I think we're good. What I think is, we're good right now. Hold what on. is happening? We're great. Everything's great. So my top four. Are you churning butter? Rushmore. No, I'm not. Shut up. Top four managers of all time. You can't have the list without Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, Bobby Heenan, number one. Uh, everyone's number one. It should. Were be. you seriously Kobe. just rubbing one out? No. Oh, okay. I had a two pack of condensed. I had a two pack of condensed air, and I tried to put it in my my filing cabinet to the left of me. And filing it cabinet. Stuck. <laughs> it like got I it wanted to make sure that if I put it in there, I could pull the drawer out and it wouldn't catch. Right. They caught, and that's, I had to wiggle my hand. Yeah, I bet you did. It was a very Paul Heyman uh, handcuff key situation just there. Why am I coming? Very tough. Um, no, my. How is my booty hole all the way over here? I don't know. You're a big boy. <laughs> Listen, shut up. So number one, Paul, but uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Number two is uh, James E. Cornette. Uh, Jim Cornette, fantastic uh, as a manager. Um, can't go wrong with uh, corner, 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 corner. He um, likes fast food too. He does. He does. Great video uh, on YouTube showing how much he likes it. If you don't, if you don't delay his order, right? Um, number three, Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Uh, fantastic manager uh, in multiple places, WWF, WCW, uh, even the stuff in Memphis, really good. And then number four is kind of tough because, like, once you get those big three, it kind of just tapers off. And there's, like, a couple in-between guys. Um, but I am going to go with Sonny, number four on the list, Sonny, um, during that time period in the mid 1990s with tag teams, um, she was, she single-handedly made the smoking guns, the body Donna's and the Godwin's watchable television. Like her rotating between all three teams being the gold digger, the chaser that way. And then even carrying that over to, uh, ECW and, uh, WCW respectively um, the heat that she had garnered from her run as like the most download, like one of the most downloaded women in the world. Um, Sunny number four. So my top four Mount Rushmore, Bobby Heenan, Jim Cornette, Jimmy Hart, and Sunny. Um, who wants to go next? Ryan, you want to go next? How about you go next? Yeah, I don't think you can argue. I think everybody's number one should be Bobby Heenan. Uh, I mean, Bobby! The, list of, <laughs> the list of uh, of people that he uh, – damn it. The list of people that uh, that he managed is, is really a who's who. Uh, the Brady Bunch reference gets me. Uh, <laughs> we were looking for Bobby and Cindy in the Grand Canyon. They ran off that little Indian boy and can't find him. Native American Ryan, Native American Mark. Back in the seventies, we, we can't Indian say boy. Indian anymore. I'm so, they're not. In, they're they're first. They're indigenous people. They're first nations. I'm people. sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Why'd you say my name? I just <laughs> reflex. <laughs> yeah, because you're the one who's usually saying bad stuff. I'm not that. Well. I think Alice between Mark stealing cable television <laughs> and everything else, he's the bad boy of the group now. Oh, 
pandemic's done him wrong. I bet when you That's cut his, I bet you when yeah. he cut you when you cut his beard off, all of his bad boy habits go away. <laughs> How oh, long tattoos? Yeah. Give us give us a hand behind the beard, Mark. Oh, <laughs> jeez, oh. it's getting long. He's gonna have neck tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ryan. Uh, the, uh, it's his. I'm gonna it's get his, his, I Cody Rhodes with the Hershey Park logo with the Ferris wheel. <laughs> no, it's actually his. It's a barcode for the Hershey Park admittance. He just chose his neck. Jeez, <laughs> I'm gonna get that on my wrist. Uh, Ryan, so you were at you were at Bobby right, Heenan. So I was at Bobby Heenan. Um, Bobby, my uh, my my number two uh, is Jimmy Hart. Uh, what he did to tag team wrestling in in the 90s was phenomenal um with this time with uh, I don't know, money inc the heart foundation hate to say them um the nasty boys uh there was just so many great tag teams the rougeos uh you know hogan um uh, there's just so many uh iconic folks that that uh that he was with uh my number three i actually didn't put Cornette on my list now that i'm looking at it i went uh paul Heyman. um uh, again, I think he's revolutionized a manager in today's wrestling uh, with uh, Brock Lesnar and uh, CM Punk. And who can forget Curtis Axel? Everybody. <laughs> and the Uwa man, most recently, uh, I think it's uh, a fresh take on what a manager uh, used to do. Uh, and my fourth, I went with a female as well. I went with Sensational Sherry. Um, for nice. HBK, Randy Savage, Million Dollar Man, and that speaks volumes. Solid, yeah. I didn't even didn't even think about Sherry. Didn't even think about Sherry. Uh, Matt, how about you go next? Um, I'll start off with Sensational Sherry because I also included her on my list. Um, I didn't rank them one through four. I just put that, uh, and I I think we needed a break um, from everyone saying. Bobby Heenan first. <laughs> but yes, Bobby Heenan, you can't make a, a Mount Rushmore of, of managers without Bobby! <laughs> um, Jimmy Hart, Mouth of the South, of course, is going to be on mine. And um, number four, just um, because of how much I love the character, was Paul Bearer. Good. Good intern, Mark. You all right? You all right? You I'm, still with us? I'm trying to breathe. <laughs> this Brady Bunch references get me every time. <laughs> Can't take. Well, anyway, if anybody's wondering, Bobby and Cindy, spoiler alert, they were found and they were safe. Oh, thank they were God. with that Good. little uh, Native American. Native boy. American, yes, yeah, thank you. So I think in the that episode that uh, Allison <laughs> referred to him as Redskins, which is very offensive. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is offensive. That is that is offensive. Is, yes. yes. Yeah. Way to just put the heat on Alice. Way to just shift that heat to the lady who lives in the effing fridge. Good job. <laughs> Back in the early 70s, that kind of language was more acceptable. So, sorry. Sorry, Alice. What, what were we talking about? Uh, you're, what, who, are you, who are your Mount Rushmore of wrestling managers? Oh, I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. Oh, man. Stupid clip. 
Oh, that was a two or three parter show. Remember that? No, I don't. Mount Rushmore. It was a three parter. Nobody remembers that, Mark. Nobody does. Uh, this uh, podcast is going to be a three parter. If you don't get this ish together, we're right, doing Mount Rushmore's. <laughs> now they went to the Grand Canyon. Mount Rushmore was a different episode. <laughs> God damn. Do you want me to give mine? Do you need to collect I yourself? I Mark to come with the foremost random managers uh, ever. Like oh, Cherry is going to be one of his. <laughs> Cherry? Cherry's my Cherry. female. All right. I think I'm okay. All right. So, uh, the, the managers. Um, I put it, down, um, I think it was, it was Bobby Cook from Harrisburg. I liked him a lot. Uh, that that weasel Rodney, I didn't care for him whatsoever. I hope you're listening, Rodney. You're a weasel. <laughs> and then there was uh... Mark. These are these are people you work with at Target, I believe. Yeah, they are. That's your name, and I think you're naming the wrong people. Yeah, wrong, oh, okay. wrong, wrong type of manager. Wrong it's, the wrong, oh. it's the wrong managers. Well, shout out to Bobby <laughs> Cook if you're listening. Hi, Bobby. Hope you're well. I'm um, speaking of Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> I was gonna hit it. I was gonna hit the sounder, but I'm Just, like, it can't get worse. No, that's true. Just, Bobby, <laughs> that's, a, that's a sound of Mr. Brady, and he's so upset he can't find his younger son. And you hear that in his voice, Bobby. He's, He's so upset. <laughs> his son, youngest son, is somewhere in the, in the Grand Canyon. What's oh, the my. name of his son, Mark? I don't, I don't understand. What's his, what's his son's name? Peter. I think it's, uh, he's got there's Peter and Greg, and then there's Bobby. <laughs> and, and Tiger was the dog. Bobby. Oh my God! Oh, Jim, don't oh, we have so some stupid. bills to pay? Uh, yeah, yeah right. but can we finish? Can we get through this topic yeah, and then we pay so. bills? It was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, Robert. I'll give, you, I'll give you Mark's four favorite managers: Andy the Winter Weinberg. That's one. Bucks. Bobby Heenan. Bobby. <laughs> I think that was Dan yelling out for Bobby. <laughs> Who, who, I mean, who was the last one met? I didn't hear you. Vicky Guerrero. Vicky, uh-huh. you're close. It was uh, Jocelyn. Oh, she managed oh, sh- oh shit. Oh, shit. There goes the wow. show. So, Mark, can um, can we can you go through them quickly? <laughs> yeah. Four. All right. It was uh, Robert Heenan, the brain. And then uh, Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the South, they called him. And then I had, I get ready for this one, I had Paul E. Dangerously. Not necessarily Paul Heyman, but Paul E. Dangerously. Mm-hmm. I liked him a lot. And the fourth one, I went with the lovely Miss Elizabeth, who was the first lady of professional wrestling. So I dare say that the Macho Man's career may not have been quite as uh, illustrious without her. She brought so much to the table. So, even though uh, I didn't really care for her so much in WCW, but you had Elizabeth and the Macho Man together in the '80s. That was the way to go. Oh yeah! All right, I uh, my four were um, 
I mean, we might as well. Bobby! Bobby Heenan. <laughs> uh, then I had the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. I had Jim Cornette. And I had Paul Bearer as my fourth. Uh, you know, obviously not just with The Undertaker. Put the, the Bobby clips on the soundboard to begin with. Um, because I, I heard them, I heard those ones on a, on an old Preston and Steve. And I was like, well, we already have Bob. And I'm like, I might as well just add to it because why the hell not? And we I started mean, calling Bobby Lashley, Bob Lashley, right? We I did. We did really call him Bob, Bob Lashley. Lashley. Um, you know, so that worked. And, uh, you know, this so is, so that worked. <laughs> this is obviously it's paid off, uh, in, in, it's paid in, in dividends. So, um, real quick before we move off managers, I uh, because I, I wanted to do a great job with this question of the week that we found out about five minutes before oh, going come on, on air. Um, I wanted to give a tip of my hat to Harvey Whippleman because if there was a bad gimmick in the WWF, Harvey Whippleman was the fucking manager for him, and he That's tried true. to make. I mean, there. Were, I don't think he had one good guy. Name one psycho Sid. Sid was has to be the best. That's not saying much. Yeah, uh, um, Mr. Hughes, Quang, Warlord, Bertha Faye, Kamala? Giant Gonzalez, Adam Bomb, Big Bully Busick, uh, the tag team, well done, and Kamala was like the number two. I was gonna say Kamala. I guess it'd be second, but wow, that's a that's a rough list. And it's, Kamala wasn't a gimmick that was bound to work either. Like, it wasn't a surefire. No, I mean, up. it wasn't, you know, six, I mean, he had a couple of, of semi-major pushes, you know, with The Undertaker and stuff like that. But nothing, you know, no title right. wins or anything like that. Um, looking here, Ryan, didn't you, uh, didn't you date Bertha Faye back in college or life and miss someone else? That was somebody else. <laughs> Looked like her, though. Oh, my God. My my honorable mention went to Dollar Man, um, but just because I prefer him as a wrestler to a manager, I left him off. That's fair. So I'm sorry if that upsets you, Mark. Well, no, I let that go. I yeah, that's acceptable. Uh, Charlie here, he said, in no particular order. Bobby, Corny, Paulie, <laughs> and Jimmy Hart. Uh, just grab a couple of the responses from social media. Um, we had a Cornette, JJ Dillon, Heenan, and Heyman. Uh, Heenan, Elizabeth Blassie, Heyman, uh, Heyman, Paul Bear, Jimmy Hart, and Bob Heenan. <laughs> um, Heenan, Heyman, Hart, and Bear. So a lot of the a lot of the responses, uh, fairly, fairly. Now this one's a little. Heenan, Jimmy Hart, Captain Lou, and Slick. Uh, so there's a, there's a couple of different uh, responses. No, nobody had the guy who prompted the question. No, no, nobody had the guy that prompted. Oh no, wait. William here had Heenan, Jimmy Hart, Mister Fuji, and Captain Lou Albano. Okay. There we at go. The, we at the buzzer. At Will the gets it in. <laughs> Woo! I mean, it was Captain Lou's a good one. You still, you still lost by ten, but you got the got the three point got in, in, got the jumper there. Uh, at the end of the at the end of the game. Okay, let's uh, let's pause here because we do have bills to pay. And uh, can I ask a quick question before we go to break and wrap this up? Sure. Hey, you think maybe we could do a watch along of that episode of the Brady Bunch for the Grand Canyon? Yes, we can do that. 
We'll find it. We'll make sure that it that it is easily watchable. And uh, yeah, we'll do that. We will definitely do that. So uh, look to our social media for that. But we are going to pause. We're going to pause here uh, to pay the bills. We'll be back. We'll talk elimination chamber and more. Stick with us. Three count Thursday live. We'll be right back. Three Count Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Welcome back to Three Count Thursday live, Facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. Tim, remember how before we started recording the pre-show, post-show, I talked about moving music files to the new computer. I forgot about the mid song. This was the closing song. I had the wrong music for this one. So you got to hear the closing song. You'll hear it again when we go off the air tonight, but uh, glad you are with us here uh, on a Thursday night. If you are with us live, you can comment along and... Uh, Give it a share. Get as many people in here as possible. We'd appreciate that. We're going to talk about the Elimination Chamber coming up uh, this Sunday night on the uh, award-winning uh, WWE Network. Um, so we get back-to-back weekends with a uh, pay-per-view event or a special event on the uh, network. I think this one, this one qualifies as a pay-per-view. Uh, Sam Roberts needs to f- realize that NXT takeovers are not a uh, an actual pay-per-view uh because he kept saying that on the uh on the kickoff show but let's uh let's uh jump right in here yes ryan 33 what's that the uh number of wrestling books that are on my bookshelf okay so 33, 33. how many of them have you read one <laughs> and which one is that um, I forget what it was even called. That, uh, Let me Mick try to Foley find it. A nice day. It was not. No. Was, was it one of the Rock's books? It was not. Was it one it of Chris not. Jericho's books? It was Fat not. Uh, was it? It was. <laughs> it was looking at the lights. The Pete Gas book. No way. Here comes the money. Dead serious. Here. <laughs> 
That's right, because we you you did get all hyped up because I think was when he was on our show that book was like just about to come out, right? Something like that. Something like that. Something um, like that. And uh, I bought it and I took it on a vacation with me and I sat on the beach and I read the book and I fucking loved it. And that was the last book I read like five years ago. That's fair. I mean, the last book I read cover to cover to cover was was Bret Hart's book, and that was a decade ago. Easily. Now, I'm not much of a reader. Actual drool on the pages, or did they just like make it look like? I kind of walked right into that one, didn't I? I can't even. I can't even get mad at it because I feel like I just. I did that to myself. I did that one to myself. I can you only have to lick your finger to turn the pages, Jim. It was already pre pre lit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh man, I am too. I am too. I and definitely. So it was a really good book, though. It, it was. Red's book was good. I enjoyed that one. It was uh, really long too. Long ass book. Long ass book. Was it called? Uh, my real life in the cartoon world of pro wrestling, or something like that. Oh, oh that's right. That's yeah. the one where uh, the Jerry Lawler doodled on the inside, right? Yes. Yes. Did the uh, did the did the the picture on the the front and back the inside? Cover. I actually I actually own that book. I'm it sure you do. It's called Hitman. Yes, keeping my bookshelf. Uh. <laughs> what an asshole! All right, let's talk elimination chamber now. There's originally five matches scheduled. Uh, one of these matches, I'm sure, is not happening. Uh, and as of right now, I don't believe there has been a replacement for it. That was the Oscar uh, versus Lacey Evans match because. Uh, Lacey Evans done got knocked up with Ric Flair's baby, so um, that match is off. And uh, yes, Devin, this is, uh, thank you for reminding us, this is the last pay-per-view on the network before the move to the cock, uh, to the peacock. Um, so do we think that they're going to have a replacement women's title match, or are they just going to drop the Raw women's title off the card? Do you have any well, th- if they had Lacey Evans still wrestle, it could be a two-on-one match, technically. Jesus. Um, I'd so like... There's, there's mixed news on the WWE website. Okay. Like, on the, on the quick hits list, it's removed. But if you scroll down, the graphic is still there. Somebody in IT is getting fired. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, she's at least per reports is legit pregnant. So, like, if that is true, <laughs> she's not going to be wrestling. Um, or she is, and she's just not bumping. I guess. Uh, I don't think we'll let her anywhere near the ring. That could be uh that could be a PR nightmare, but sure. <laughs> um I mean, women work out all the time. Well, true. Um What is she going to do in a ring and not bump? She's gonna throw a woman's right. They're gonna make her the champion? Probably. Oof. It'd be the first pregnant no, she went. And that's how she's pregnant. going to go over Asuka? Yep. One punch. Oof. 
Well, Ric Flair is going to go woo woo woo, and he's going like, <laughs> to show some. He's going to show some chicken legs, and then she's going to punch her in the. Um, no. Yeah, I I hope not. not I hope this match is off, or or they have a replacement. I don't know how you how you just throw a Raw Women's Title match on there, but I feel like you have to have more than four matches on on a pay per view. There's card. technically five, not counting this one. Yes, not counting this one. What's the fifth one? Wait, the winner of the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match faces Roman Reigns later that night. That's right. part of the. That's part of the five. Yeah, it's part of the five. It's that one. The the SmackDown Elimination Chamber, the Raw Elimination Chamber, and the U.S. Title match. What's the fifth one? Oh well, then WWE. The WWE website still has Oscar Lacey Evans as a match. Right. Okay. So I'm I'm saying that one's probably off the card. Nah, until it's not off the card, it's off the card. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Okay. So let's predict. Well, how's this going to play out? I'm going to say the match yeah, isn't going to happen, and there'll be a stare down between Charlotte and Oscar. <laughs> it's short. <laughs> that's, that's, that sounds as plausible as anything else. Uh, right, Ryan. What What do you think is going to happen with this? If the match happens. Asuka will hit a hip attack into Lacey Evans' midsection, causing her to... I'm going to stop. Never mind. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> causing her to have a horrible bout of diarrhea. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. Uh, Mark well, came uh, out the front butt. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you just hit the Bobby sounder yeah. like 12 times? Bobby, 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 Bobby. A 10 Bobby. Mark? No, I'm not going to go to Mark. Tim? Mark's broken. Yeah, I think if you do, this is probably a really cool spot to bring in like Rhea Ripley. Okay, that um, that was a comment, to, kind of a comment yeah. right here. That'd be a good spot for that. Yeah, um, I feel dumb for going the miscarriage route now. Oh yep. Um, but it it could be it could be Peyton Royce too. Ain't gonna be her. It could be. It Peyton. could be because her and Lacey, Lacey have Peyton been teaming be together. Eva Marie. It ain't gonna be her either. <laughs> it could be. I mean, Eva Marie. Oh my God! Woman. What has Peyton Royce done recently? About as much as Eva Marie. I think she's beaten Charlotte Flair on TV recently. You might be right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I just need to watch wrestling more. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Um, but yeah, Peyton and, and Lacey have been teaming together. So if if Lacey can't go, then, then having her teammate fill in the spot would, would be um, seemingly a reasonable substitute. Um, Matt, what, what, what could, should happen here? They should have a women's elimination chamber match for the title. What will happen is probably what you said. Charlotte will come. There's going to be a stare down and there will be no women's match on the card. Mark. Does Ric Flair and Oscar hook up then? Oh God. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> Here's a storyline. <laughs> uh, 
I like uh, I like Tim's idea of having uh, Rhea Ripley come in. That would be really cool. I'd like to see that happen. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, uh, we had a comment here from the uh, RSGP Toys account. Um, why not have a spot for an NXT challenger? So th- theoretically, uh, you know, Rhea Ripley, uh, could, you know, kind of fits that bill. Looking back on it, when was the last time um, she actually did bump? Because I don't think she bumped. She obviously didn't bump Monday. She didn't bump Monday. Was she even involved in a match in a week or two? Or has she gone a while without bumping? Maybe it's been known that E said, let's hold on to the storyline until the no, week before. I think, I, I think and she, then pull up Rhea Ripples. I think she bumped last week. The report was they found out on Monday that she was pregnant. And, and that's why they ran the angle where early in the night she talked about being in the match on Sunday. And then when she was in a tag match, she, she was, you know, she was on the apron and then backed away and, you know, did the, you know, Charlotte, I'm pregnant and just walked out. Um, and oddly, like the match just ended like her tag team partner was still there. I don't know why the match ended, but it just, uh, I guess the news blew up the world enough that, um, so, uh, Devin says, why, you know, do an open challenge. That would be cool as well. That's how Rhea, uh, could get into the spot. Um, that's how Eva Marie could get into the spot. That you is how Eva Marie, open that is how Eva Marie, uh, could get into, uh, into the spot. So let's, yeah, let's touch on this one. Cause I think I was going to ask about it or I, or I posed the question to the social media audience. Cause yeah, there's not a women's elimination chamber match on this card um what what do you guys think about that you know obviously two men's elimination chamber matches for me i mean do i wish there was one sure but in the same time i feel like the roads to wrestlemania and and i know you know on the surface it's everything's wide open because bianca hasn't even picked her wrestlemania opponent yet but I feel like the 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 roads at, to WrestleMania seem pretty clear for the for the women's division. I feel like we're going Bianca and Sasha, and I feel like we're going to get Oscar and Charlotte, whether anybody wants it or not. So I just feel like the, those matches are kind of so you know. So if they're just going to throw a women's chamber match together to you know to, to for 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 what I guess would be the question. I guess you could have. Sasha defend or Oscar defend, um, but you know it, it's it, is it a bummer that, that, that there's not one on there? Sure, but I I, I also don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I I you know I I don't necessarily think you have to throw one together just to have one on the card because I think that can do the women a bit of disservice as well. Um, it, I mean, it comes back to bad booking, but. Um. Anybody who you'd hate to see one get thrown together for a championship on Raw and just wouldn't make any sense at all, would it? <laughs> no, no sense. You'd hate to see. It. I am not. Uh, I don't have a problem with no women in the uh, in the match uh, in an elimination chamber. In fact, there shouldn't be any women matches because there's not a SmackDown women's. There's not a tag team women's just take the, all the women off and they should uh, just not wrestle anymore. We'll pretend it's in Saudi Arabia and it'll be great. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wouldn't want to do anything hastily though. That's not what I was getting at. 
Me either. I mean, but but your point was that they're like, is anyone thinking that McIntyre drops the belt? I mean, spoiler alert, I actually have him dropping the belt on Sunday. Okay, well, you're always wrong, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is true. That's part of the charm of of Jim's (laughs) pro wrestling scorecards is just that he gets all the little points right and then the finish. Yeah, I get, like, a pinfall and the occasional, like, how many uh, near falls was there. So, there I mean, was a ladder involved. Three <laughs> points. <laughs> I did, they did break that table. <laughs> By God. That, ta- that table broke itself. Thank you, table. 22 minutes long. So good. <laughs> I don't... I don't know why, like, they've they've done it so many times now that it just feels weird to not have the women's elimination chamber to me. Like, that that's the only question I have is, if you're going to do it, why not have them? But, you know, at, as you said, to do it now wouldn't make sense. Right. Just to throw it together um, doesn't add up. Could they do it now, though? With Oscar saying, "Look, I lost my competitor, like Drew McIntyre. I want to just defend mine in the cell." I mean, I guess you could, or the uh, chamber. I'm sorry, not the cell. You know, and then the you know, with three out of five matches in a chamber, there's actually a reason to call the event Elimination Chamber. So it'd actually be one of the first times that the event title actually made sense. I mean, there were there were three hells in cells, so why not? That's true. Three elimination chambers. Yeah, I how many agree. was there last year? Wasn't there a tag team one last year, right? Yeah. With with the the Lucha Brothers or whatever, and the the Heavy Machinery. Uh was that last? That- yes, yes, that was last year. Was that last year. Um, yeah, that was also like four days before, like before the world shut down. That was in okay. Philly on March the eighth. There were fans there, right? There was yeah. fans there. It was March the eighth, and then it was by the end of the by the end of that week. I think SmackDown was in the performance center in an empty performance center, I believe, that Friday night. So it was like Elimination Chamber and Raw were normal. And then by the time we got to SmackDown on Friday, things were not normal. So, um, I mean, to be fair, that last Elimination Chamber, there was uh, neither title, neither men's singles title uh, was defended on that pay-per-view the u.s the u.s title was okay the intercontinental title was the raw tag titles and the smackdown tag titles were but the universal and wwe were not oh yeah because your champions were brock and oldberg right i'm not sure who the champions were oh i said it Wow. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely Brock, but it was it was Oldberg because it was supposed to be Oldberg versus Roman at Mania, and then it became Big Bill versus the the Choo Choo Man. Yeah, because because Roman took his uh, took the took the time off because of COVID. So yeah, so that's why there was no main titles because Big Bill only works twice a year, and and Brock worked part time as well. The Choo Choo Man, the Godfather. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Godfather. Godfather won the WWE Universal title uh, at at WrestleMania last year. That's how long ago it was. 
Um, <laughs> any any other thoughts to no women's chamber match on this uh, on the card before we actually dig into the matches themselves? No, but before we do, real quick, last year's card. Uh, it's crazy to see how many people aren't active or even with the company anymore. Uh, the dark match was the Viking Raiders versus Hawkins and Ryder. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak was the opening match. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, Andrade with Zelina Vega um, uh, defeated Umberto Carrillo. Haven't heard from them in a while. Um, Who the hell is this? Yeah, I was just just looking for that one. (laughs) Uh, The SmackDown Chamber match was uh, the tag team match. Uh, but most of them are still around. Yeah, they're still around. Uh, Alistair Black and AJ Styles, yeah. the Street Profits, and and Murphy and Rollins. And then, uh, oh, this is a big freaking card. The Women's Chamber match. And then, uh, oh, the Choo Choo Man was in a match there for the uh, IC Championship when uh, Zayn, Nakamura, and Cesaro collectively defeated the Choo Choo Man. Okay. Thank you. All right, let's uh, let's get into them. We have the the elimination chamber match for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre uh, defending against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Kofi Kingston, and Sheamus. Sheamus will be the last entrant uh, into the match. He won that uh, on on Monday. Um, Kofi Kingston got in because the Miz uh, said, "Why am I in this match? I have a Money in the Bank briefcase." Um, as I already said, I actually have. What, Ryan? How stupid is that? Why wouldn't you want to be in that match? Why would he need to be in that match? Because well, you win the match, you get a championship shot, right? Yeah, and then you still have the, well, no, this match still is, have the briefcase. This match is for the title. Oh, it's for the title. All right, so you can win it. Right, but why put your body through that when you can just cash in on the guy who just got fucking wrecked in the chamber? All right, fair. That was his. That was his point in the in the promo. Was like, why am I going to put my body through this when six guys can beat the holy hell out of each other inside the chamber, and then I can just come cash in at the end when it's over? Right, that's fair. Which I don't expect him to cash in on Sunday. Obviously, that's been the running gimmick. Is uh, is he keeps saying he's going to cash in? He's going to cash in. I mean, obviously, eventually he will. But um, I don't know. I feel like they're going to put it on Sheamus to put it back on Drew. Um, at uh, at Ryan's favorite pay per view, uh, the first one on the new network, Fastlane. And then, and then we'll get uh, probably Edge versus Drew at at Mania, I think. So I have it going to Sheamus. Uh, Ryan, who do you got? I have Oscar entering this match and winning. <laughs> Good. Good. I like that. Uh, it's turn, Mark. I, I hate to say because he's my, one of my least favorite. I'd say my least favorite wrestler is Sheamus, but I can totally see Sheamus winning winning this match. I don't like it, and I'm sorry if that upsets anybody. It's all right. We'll we'll uh, we'll let it slide this time, uh, Matt. I think Drew McIntyre just retains. I will quit this show if Sheamus wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh Tim. Um boy. 
I'm going scary snake man here, Randy Orton. Okay. Now, do you see him holding? Are we going to get Edge versus Randy Orton version 73 no. at Mania? or Because the Fiend's coming back, man. That's true. He did do some. The, the, we had we had uh, Satan's uh, Alexa on on Monday. Millions of Alexas. Just she is the WWE universe. That answers the question. Why am I coming? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we go. Then we go to the uh, the triple threat match for the United States title. We have Bob uh, Lashley defending against Keith Lee and Riddle. Now there is some question as to whether or not. Keith Lee will be available for this match. He was not at Raw this past Monday. Uh, I, I haven't seen anything that says injury um, or COVID. Now we know uh, Mia Yim, or should I say Reckoning, um, had tested positive for COVID. So we don't know if... if. But Keith Lee was at Raw last week, but was not there this week. So um, not sure of his status. Uh, regardless, I have... Uh, retaining the United States title. Uh, Tim, go ahead. Well, how can I top anything after that death curdle uh, in my ears? <laughs> Both of them. Uh, I'm going Bob Lashley here. Bobby! Matt? You know, if we're going to get the epic WrestleMania match that is... Bob Lashley versus Damian Priest. We can't have Bob drop the title before then. So, by God, Bob is holding. Bobby. Uh, in turn, Mark. I end up with Bobby. Bobby. Uh, Ryan. I originally wrote down Riddle, but I'm going to change my answer to Lashley. Bob. All right. Well, I get the shitty one, then now, fuck it, Matt Riddle. Bobby! All right, back to Bob. Back yeah, to Bob, Bob Lashley. All right. Then we go to the uh, the elimination. Although, weren't, weren't two of these three guys in the PWG Jushin Liger thumb butt train? Because uh, I know Riddle was. I'm pretty sure Keith Lee was. You might be right. And I... if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to look it up. But... That's where we are in the WWE, folks. Jim Cornette's favorite match of all time, by the way. Solid match. <laughs> I'm fairly certain Keith Lee and Matt Riddle were both in there. All right, I think Tim's looking it up. We'll continue. We'll uh, we'll get the answer to this uh, this burning question. Uh, Devin, I'm sorry, Devin had Drew McIntyre winning uh, in that elimination chamber, and he also has Bob uh, winning, uh, retaining the U.S. title here. Elimination Chamber match for a Universal Championship match later uh, that night. We have Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan uh, in the matchup. I have Jey Uso winning. Uh, Somehow Daniel Bryan is going to get screwed, uh, and Jey Uso is going to win this match. I don't know how you screw somebody in a chamber, but they'll figure out a way to do it. Uh, Jey Uso is going to win this match and go on to face... Roman uh, later in the night. Uh, Ryan, we'll go to you. Yeah. What was the question? I fucking wasn't listening. The SmackDown Elimination Chamber, Jey Uso, Kevin oh, Owens. Oh, Cesaro. 
Okay, thank you. Uh, Mark, intern Mark. Uh, Cesaro is oh, hi, Mark. as well. Hi, boys. Uh, Matt. Yes, I also have Cesaro, but I do look forward, Jim, if yours comes true, of seeing Jimmy <laughs> run down with that towel. Come on, Oops. <laughs> uh Tim. Uh, I am going to go Cesaro here. Actually, no, no, no. Daniel Bryan. Go on, Daniel Bryan. All right. Uh, RSGP Toys has Cesaro uh, winning here. I would also... I have a list of everyone in this train. Yes. So it, I think it, they're all signed, right? Oh, it's a who's who. It's so wild. It's Jushin Liger's butthole. <laughs> it, then it's Tomato Champs. So Tommaso <laughs> Ciampa. And then in him is Alistair Black. Tomato Champs. In him is Sammy Callahan. Who? In him is oh uh, what was his name what was uh, what was Solomon Crow Solomon Crow oh Thank got you. it um, inside him is Cedric Alexander okay I know him inside him is Riddle inside him is Jeff Cobb who the hell is this inside him is Brian Kendrick oh okay. that's the guy Jim that was training, training uh, Eva Marie yes of course yep. he's getting better inside him. <laughs> Is Chucky e. T, uh, Chuck Taylor? I have no idea who that is. And then there's somebody on the end who looks like Pete Dunn. I was definitely thinking Jeff Cobb as uh, as okay. And then Jushin Liger literally turns, walks them around the ring, and then ass tosses them. Like a hip toss, but like with his with his posterior, and that's why Jushin Liger is a WWE Hall of Famer. That spot right there, that solidified it. The Nailed it. Saw that and was like, oh, that's good yeah. shit." <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, then then we go to the singles match for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defending against your winner. Of the uh, the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match, this is where I have, and I, I don't know if you guys can read it or not in my uh, on my little board behind me. I've had I've had the little spoiler the whole time in a finger poke of doom type finish, where Jey Uso will lay down for the head of the table. It'll be Roman Reigns retaining. Uh, Tim. Throw the towel in on himself. <laughs> there we go. I like that. There we go. So it won't be full finger poke of doom, but it, it'll be it'll be to that level of uh, of 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 finish. Uh, Tim, uh, the Uwa man retains. It's got to get us to WrestleMania versus whoever. Matt. Yes, I, I have Reigns retaining against Cesaro. How about you, intern Mark? I'm going to go with uh, Reigns is going to retain regardless of who he's facing. And Ryan. Yep, make it a clean slate for Roman Reigns. Very good. Uh, Devin had uh, Daniel Bryan winning the Elimination Chamber and uh, Reigns uh, winning here to retain uh, the title. So 
Uh, that, of course, this Sunday night, uh, I'm sure at some point there, there'll there be maybe a match or two added, whether it's tomorrow night on SmackDown or Sunday uh, on the kickoff show or what have you. Um, I, I, I'd be surprised if we only go with four matches or see what they do with the, the fifth one with the Raw Women's title. So um, before we get to the news and rumors, uh, there was there was two um, bits of, of kind of a dust up with WWE corporate um, over the last week since we were last on the air. So it was late last week. WWE, we'll start with this one, um, uh, reportedly informed their staff. Now, this is not uh, wrestlers. This is like office staff and, and things like that, that they would uh, not be receiving uh, bonuses and raises that uh, many thought they would be expecting. Uh, reportedly, one of the primary reasons for this decision was because in the uh, Q4 um, in the, the Q4 earnings report, the profits were not as high as expected and the stock, uh, took a hit. So the company, um, there was no, there were no, uh, bonuses or raises, uh, issued, um, any, any, any thoughts to this one? I mean, I, I don't it really, it really serves the employees that had no saying on, uh, what the company would do in the stock market right to um, perform the way they were performing. Okay. Didn't, didn't they just get $5 billion from NBC? Right. I mean, I can see why they had to cut back on, uh, on pay increases and bonuses. It sounds like something my employer would do. It's ridiculous. I, I think what... Another part, I don't know if you mentioned this in what you said, but also the third party deal. Well, that's the that's the second half of this. Okay. Uh, yeah, that this the second half is even shistier than the first half. Yeah, I mean I mean it's shitty. And these are employees though. These are actual employees. Right. These are these are like your your these wh- aren't like independent contract no these are like titan towers these are like i I remind you guys that this is three count thursday and i i I feel like a lot of (laughs) jim's struggling right now (laughs) very anti-wwe and it's a it's a path that i don't think you want to go down because we'll all get muted (laughs) i will see behind behind jim the blue is fading away and it's just becoming increasingly red <laughs> as we as we talk the way we talk right now. There there we go. Jim he man. Not like this. He's man. <laughs> and Mark, I think I think the important thing to remember is they're basing this decision on a subpar Q4 where that five billion dollars or whatever came in Q1. Nothing we can do about it. Right, I mean, it's, so, it's actually, it's actually, two, they had they they made two hundred million this year from Peacock, two hundred million this year, right? From it's Fox it's and two hundred million from NBC Universal. So yeah, six, no one, that's like, probably not enough. Six hundred thousand <laughs> a year, not including advertising. You said thousand. I think you mean million. Oh, that's right, million. Right. Let's add, let's add three Vince more sets done, of zeros. Vince is done making thousand dollar deals. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's extremely shitty. Like, there's no, 
there's no other way to describe it. Like it's shitty, but in it's <laughs> there's the butt. Like <laughs> no, this isn't this isn't a defense of WWE. This is this is how like corporate America works, right? Like if any company, regardless of how much profit and how much money they're making, if they have a bad quarter, if they have a bad Q4, bad Q1, whenever people generally get raises, if it's not where they expect it to be, guess who's going to get the brunt of where they expected it to be? The everyday Joe that goes to work and punches in from nine to five. Like, it's not okay, but that's how it fucking works, right? Like, yeah. that's that's how big business works. Pay increases are earned, not given. They're like merit increases or like whatever. Also, you don't know necessarily like if they may be talking about like end of year bonuses as opposed to like actual pay raises. Like I saw something today that they're they're getting like some sort of stock something, I believe. I don't like know if you want guys, the stocks didn't do so hot last year. Here's some stocks. Like, if, like Tim, can you can you look at that quick? Like, oh, thanks, WWE. Um, again, stock? it's not uh, again. It, after after the deals all went through, when the stocks went up, now you get it when it's probably going to plateau. Yeah, I mean, like again, I, I'm not I'm not denying that it's that it's shitty. It, it, this is corporate America to a degree. And again, when the minute WWE went went uh um you know when it became public that's when the, everything changed as well because you're answering to shareholders and shit too right so when that yeah, but but the when that, that stock takes a hit and and does the paper pushing and does your everyday run-of-the-mill jobs they're not answering to shareholders the people above them answer to shareholders right that's their fucking so job. so when the if pro- my job at Titan Towers is to fucking mop the floors, and I mop the floors to the best of my abilities, mm-hmm. and I don't get a cost of living raise after a fucking year of work, after they signed a whatever contract they signed with with the cock, I'm going to GameStop. Right. I mean, <laughs> most most raises are performance based as opposed to how the company's doing. It's individual performance. So I understand what you're saying here, but a lot of the time when, you know, you're going for your annual raise, it's not going to be, Hey, you killed it this year, man. But since we as a company didn't kill it, you're staying where you are. Like that's, that's an easy way to lose employees. And I mean, WWE turns over employees all the time. What I've seen happen in, in, in corporate jobs is, Hey, we didn't do great last year was like four or 5%. Here's 3%. Um, but no, we did sign this big thing with, with Peacock. Um, and next year we should be turning a corner. And, and here's a, here's you know, a comment out of a, of, of a pandemic. Again, maybe it's a pandemic driven thing. Right, here's here's a comment. RSGP toy says uh, tough to judge. We don't know operating costs, planning, planning for sustaining for the near future, because we don't know when, you know, when, when things are going to resume as normal too. So, you know, that, that, that could play a decision into it again, not saying it's okay. 
if if I'm you know pencil pusher WWE and they're saying, hey Matt, you're not getting your raise or your bonus or whatever this year, and I know for a fact that they just blew big money to get Bill Goldberg to come back to do one jackhammer and take a couple kicks, I'm gonna be pretty pissed. Sure, and then Thanks. you know, and then I'm assuming those are very different buckets of money, though they are. Like, like uh, very different, right? It, it, uh, and that, that... It's still coming from a collective pool. Yes, 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 and no. Like, also, no offense, but no one working in Titan Tower or who is a full time employee of WWE is having merchandise made after them and is making money on their name, like Goldberg. Like there's Goldberg is just as much a money, a, a, a cash cow as he is a burden to the company. And as far as like, I mean, I, I heard cow and burden. <laughs> like, do we know how much merch sales Goldberg is bringing back? I mean, they make enough shirts. I would believe it. There's like 17 <laughs> right. of them on the site. <laughs> Like how many of those are counterproducing the cost of what Bill Goldberg requires to come back for his appearances? I don't think. Let's let's say that let's say it was Pepsi. If if Pepsi's not getting raises this year, I don't think their employees are pissed because everybody watched the Pepsi halftime show and Pepsi spent money to advertise there. I don't. I so I don't. I, I lump that in with your Goldberg like analogy i think there's so different buckets of uh, right of there's, finance there's, i get what you're saying there's a lot I get of what jim's saying there's a lot I'm of different buckets argumentative and, and to to nick here in the comments i'm not defending the wwe like let, let, let's be clear on that like i'm not defending them i'm just i'm just saying this is this not how corporate america works like it's not a defense of WWE. And I don't want it's a shitty think- business practice. But is this not how corporate America works? Again, I don't think I don't have all the um, answers, but Johnny Pencil Pusher and guy that makes elevator run. Did I freeze? No. No, Jim oh, did. Jim froze. That's cool. Um oh, I'm back. Answers ah, he's back. Uh answers to to the shareholders, I think Vince McMahon and the COOs. Those are the folks that ultimately have to answer to like stock performance. CFOs, like the um, financial guys. Right, right, right. Those guys have to ultimately answer. Okay. And if it's a product thing, then the writers have to answer to those people but, to answer to the but like your 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 run of the mill folks that you're every day putting stamps on letters, shaking babies, kissing hands, um, those people I don't I don't think necessarily directly answer to to any shareholder they do though yeah because it's the company like at the end of the day they do answer and and like i i see i see where nick is in, in the chat and and as a shout out to everyone who catches us not live on facebook and catches us via podcast we're live every thursday 8 p.m on facebook.com slash three count thursday you can join the conversation live uh with us we encourage you to do so um but like the Q4 is down, which kind of leads to being indicative of what Q1 might do. 
And even though they may have had a record-breaking year, you don't know if they skewed their their numbers, if they cook the like. Isn't part of the reason they had a record-breaking year because of the fact that you didn't do live events for ten months and stuff like it? So if if like and the it, furloughs, and also you don't know if they adjusted what you don't. A lot of companies when the pandemic hit readjusted their their uh, projections for 2020 or for 2020. So it could be a record-breaking year based on the new projections, but how is that based on the current projection, which could be a loss? Like I'm not trying to excuse it, but there's a lot of reasons. And the people who were in the people who were in the, a part of the executive team of WWE is a lot smarter than me. And Right, like I, I, and and, and is you it know, shitty? Is it shitty? Yes, yes. It's, it's it's a raw deal. Like it's also bad press at this point. So I mean, you have to take that into account, and they should have known that going in because bad press will also impact shareholders to an extent. I mean, all of us are employed. How would you like to hear? Hey, we had a record-breaking year, but we readjusted our sales goals and our performance um, at your sake. They readjust regardless of that. It's not at the sake of anything else. I mean, financially, it's at the sake of the folks today that are not going to be getting bonuses and raises. But it's temporary. Like, it's not a permanent freeze. Like, everyone's job, everyone's job has had a job freeze. I mean, or I like fuck if around gets on this fired. show all the time. I don't right. think I've been this serious very much. Right? You don't fuck with my money. You just don't. Work no, again, I don't think I don't think anybody I don't think anybody here is denying that it's shitty. I'm not saying they right. Are. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not giving them a pass for it either. No, I. And I'm not I, saying you are, Jim. Right. Nick thinks you are, and maybe. Of course he does because <laughs> of course Nick be, does. because giving giving reasons as to why it's happening isn't the same thing as defending it. That's like fair. I'm I'm calm enough to understand why it's happening. Jim, if you hadn't taken away his top fan badge, he's probably not this upset. <laughs> and I like, heard you took that away because I mean, really here's the thing too: is is you know, they're also probably looking at the fact that 2021 in terms of getting back to normal, is probably mostly a loss anyway. We're at the end of February. You can, if you're you're going to sit here and tell me, besides WrestleMania, the, the, the reports have already been that they don't plan on live events until at the earliest, I think, around SummerSlam time. That's a lot of money lost still. Compared to what they thought they were going to be, not, not necessarily you money said lost. They were losing money doing live events. Not but necessarily money also- lost, but it's it's a it's a different structure to where they were going to be if they were normal. I mean, but isn't that loss mitigated with the two hundred million dollars that they're making on Peacock? Like they're losing the house, they're losing the house money, but they're getting the distribution money from Peacock. Like okay. they're changing, they're changing their focus on how they like the business of wrestling is changing before our eyes where the the way to make money is not by going and having a brick and mortar building full of people purchasing things it's creating live content with zero people in attendance and selling it to the highest bidder which just happens to be 
WWE's like longest tenured partner right of their existence like the NBC deal like people don't necessarily remember but there was a brief point in time when Raw was not on the USA network and it was on TNN and then which turned into Spike which turned into Spike and it was detrimental to uh their partnership until they came back and then from there I remember when they first came back to NBC Universal when they came back to the USA network. It's like Raw comes home, ba 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 ba. And like it, it's it's crazy to think that. So part of the Peacock deal might be like a good brother brother like you guys have stuff, we have a platform we want to show considering that also and CBS is launching Paramount Plus around right. the same time that the WWE deal is going through for Peacock and Paramount Plus is going to have so much Viacom stuff on it. Um, it's the C- the CBS All Access app is turning into Paramount Plus. Oh, gotcha. Plus. Okay. Yeah, and Paramount Plus is going to be more. So it's now like... The cable NBC had it to add something to compete yeah. with Paramount. Yep. They they had they added the office and the office is huge. I mean, it was the number one most streamed show huge. in the entire year of 2020. Was and it then, really like over five million or five hundred million hours of the office was watched? I, I would assume a lot of people did what I have tended to do through this time is I've had I've had a lot I've had a hard time getting into new shows at this time because of like right it's the it's the overload of everything that's fair so i have gone back i have watched a lot of stuff that i have already watched through yeah like i've tried like i watched the first two episodes Uh, i i did finish glow during the pandemic um and unfortunately obviously we know that's that's just done done um but like i watched like the first two episodes of the mandalorian i like it but like i've i've struggled to like keep watching it and there's been other things that have been recommended to me and i struggle because like I, I i can't like focus and like take in new stuff right now so like i've gone back and like my wife and i watched through step by step we're currently watching through family matters like i've watched through things that i have already watched through and i think that's happening with a lot of people like so mm-hmm. i think that's, that's what happened that's a good that's a great call. like with the office yeah. but like and so hopefully you know because of those adjustments and hopefully because of the, the of the deal with um with NBC and, and the Peacock deal that you know t- 12 months from now we're talking about the fact that like hey okay you know shitty practice last year but hey everybody got the you know people got their raises and bonuses and whatnot next year because you had a, all all shitload of Peacock money right and like that's that's what it needs to be said like is it a shitty deal now yeah it's a pretty raw deal but also I don't think it's permanent. I think that it's, it's the, the course will correct. Um, and I mean, it, it makes news. This makes news because of the furloughing earlier in right. 2020. And it's, it's just, it, I think if you don't furlough, this has a less of a wake 
than anything else because you at least the, kept talent on the, and the furloughing is a way to save money. And then the news of the stockpile that they didn't dip into plus the, the news about the XFL actually being money that came out of the WWE account and not necessarily Vince McMahon's account. Like all of that happened at the same time in 2020 plus the pandemic, which was 47 months ago, by the way, all of that stuff happened. <laughs> 47 months it ago. It must have been. Uh, Here's the deal. Like, a bonus is one thing. A raise is something that, like, tenured people build off of. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear a 50-cent raise, you think that's nothing. You know, but that's 20 bucks a week. So you do the math on it. It's actually... $1,040 a year. And then you build on that. Next year, it's another... You know what I mean? Like, sure. and, and that's... It's just... It's tough to miss that right. in a given year. A bonus, whatever. A, bo- a $500 bonus, whatever. Because it's going to get taxed fifty percent anyways. Right, and you're not you make three hundred bucks, whatever. Yeah. But a thousand forty dollars this year, and then next year I'm not going. I'm going to miss that because I never got it. It's just you don't grow from that, and it's tough. But again, I I feel That's like awesome. most most people have probably been there in that situation, and then you you everybody has 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 a decision where they go, um, am I committed to this place? Um, sure. Am I committed yeah. to this place? And you know, with that knowledge that Year to year, I don't know if I'm going to make more. You know how committed I am That's to fair. this place and what I do. So again, it's it's not a justification. It's not a giving them a pass. It's un, it's how the world works. And if and and I'm and again, if you if you if you go around to a lot of places right now, I feel like this is this is something that is happening across the board. Obviously, we're keyed into it because WWE. Now, the second part to this situation. This is- yeah, this uh, is- late last week, new report came out. WWE was looking to hand out violations for talent talent referencing third party platforms on their Twitter and Instagram under the previous uh, previously discussed social media policy. Uh, in an update provided to Wrestling Observer Online, WWE clarified that uh, these posts would not be punishable offenses unless a talent was making money from promoting um, what you know whatever the third party in question uh, was. Uh, this is also not a new policy, as it is uh, part of the one that was already in place, which we had discussed um, with things like the Twitch and Cameo and stuff like that. Just extended now through, I guess, Twitter uh, and Instagram. So again, I, I revisit kind of thoughts from before when when the whole the Twitch the Cameo thing came up, and I, I thought honestly thought that this was all tied into it initially because one of the the first reports on it what had something to do. I had read with um, Lana with a energy drink. I think it was like an energy drink was one of the reports very early on because, you know, WWE has a deal with, um, you know, Mountain Dew with their, you know, whatever the hell their energy drink is. And I was like, you know, and the, the report was that there was a conflict of interest there. So I thought this was all part part of that from the beginning. Um, very similar to... Uh, you know, the, the, the other thing and, 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 and probably even, you know, a little bit, you know, dirtier because, you know, right now talent's making less money cause there's not, there's not as many live shows and, uh, there's not as many spots on the cards anymore. Um, but again, you know, it, it not a justification, but it, it's, it's something that a business can do when, when you, when you sign on with the WWE and and I think that was kind of my stance before is it's shitty. It's not okay, but 
you know, similar to the the Twitch and Cameo thing, I you know, isn't WWE right, wrong, or indifferent and wrong, um, flexing the muscle that they can flex. So, apparently, this is all based on the characters, the character names. Um, there's a quote from, uh, you know, to almost bad place Hall of Famer Ryan Satin, mm. a statement from the company. Uh, much like Disney and Warner Brothers, WWE creates, promotes, and invests in an intellectual property, i.e. the stage names of performers like The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns, blah, 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 blah. It is the control and exploitation of these characters that allows WWE to drive revenue, which in turn enables the company to compensate performers at the highest levels in the sports entertainment industry. Notwithstanding the contractual language, it is imperative for the success of our company to protect our greatest assets and establish partnerships with third parties on a company-wide basis rather than at the individual level, which as a result will provide more value for all involved, meaning WWE wants a cut of everything and they want to include the partnership deals into their contractual language. Um, Meltzer reported that WWE would allow talent to continue to use YouTube and Twitch if they use their real names. Um, But this is just, uh, it's shysty, man. It's like they're cherry picking. They want a little bit of everything. Yeah, uh, the the one the, the one that popped out of my head, and it's not even played by these rules. He was in Impact. Was uh, was Ethan Page? I think changed his Twitter to like Ethan Page, portrayed by Julian. Yeah, played by Julian, or played yeah. by Julian. Like it's it's crazy to think that, um, and I think people bitch and moan that like kayfabe's dead, and then the WWE goes out and says like and again i get it it's 2021 um that like go ahead and you can promote shit under your real name but everybody knows you as something else yeah it's it is what it is right you know what i mean like it's just you know they're, they're forcing the hand to you know to not be sasha banks online but to be mercedes right but again like for people like sasha I think Sasha is more likely it's not the big players that are hurt by this. Like to quote Nick in the chat, Lana and Mandy Rose made huge money on sponsorship deals on their own social medias. They're not big fish in the WWE pond. No, it's the mid to mid, the low to mid guys that are going to try to find these deals to make money. Because your Sasha's going to get the big money. Roman's going to get the big money. I mean, I, the only reason Lana and Mandy found those, though, is through the WWE. I mean, it's a double-edged sword. Well, Mandy was a fitness model before she was in WWE. I'm willing to bet that doesn't pay as good as a WWE superstar. She had a brand, though. Yeah, and and I'm Lana sure. was Lana was a an actress, so like right. CJ with the legs or whatever she went by. Yeah, but either way, like it's 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 tough. Either way, like it's it's a raw. It, it's just it goes back to that independent contractor language. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. Which is, you know, has, has been at, at the forefront of these issues for, you know, longer than this year. But, you know, especially in light of things that have happened uh, in, you know, in, in 2020 now carrying into 2021. How do you how do you fix this? Like, does it ever get or is it just if it's you not going to for the WWE, you deal with the bullshit? Or go work for Impact, where you can have your Twitch channel and wrestle in front of a fifth of the audience that we wrestle in front of on a weekly basis. A fifth is generous. That is <laughs> yeah, generous. I, was gonna say. I felt bad. I mean, I, I think it all just kind of depends. I mean, you know, I don't think the Trinidad's going to be the only person that leaves because they can make, you know, not, I would say more, but I don't, again, know what she's making through her streams versus what her contract was paying her with WWE. So I don't think it ever gets fixed. I think it's just going to be, this is what happens. If you don't like it, there's the door. I think she can make more through streaming and impact or streaming and AEW. I think you combine them. She makes more. Yeah. I mean, and people make a ton of money through cameo. So, I mean, it is possible. Like the the actors from the office are apparently killing it. Oh, and and especially this year, like you know, I, I like the, the the cameo thing. I think has exploded because you know people will whether you know even if it's you know a relatively cheap one, um, you we know, should do a cameo. <laughs> people people Charge will like two bucks, three dollars, three dollars. Um, tell you what, subscribe to our Patreon and we'll 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 send out you know greeting videos. Uh, to 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 people that that you want to the patreon.com Hey Taylor, this is Ryan from Three Count Thursday. <laughs> I heard it's your birthday, but even and I'm a sausage but like, guy. You know, but, but it's blown even, up because like, like people have been trying birthday. just to do things to cheer up friends, coworkers that are that are laid off, whatever. And also, companies are using Cameo because they're paying for an ad read. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, you know, so anyone can buy them, and then it's like, like there's a there's a game, there's like a uh, there's a mobile game for like uh, like solitaire where you can make real money, but the ad is all of these celebrities off cameo, like Cedric the Entertainer and uh, a bunch of like six different guys off cameo reading the same script, but they're just cutting them in and like. Make real money playing games on your phone. And a $200 cameo is much cheaper than an hour with any celebrity through like an agent. Yeah. You know, Brilliant. and really, the, is good. you know, and, and I, I, if, if I didn't say this, you know, when, when the, the, the Twitch and cameo thing came up before, I feel like I might, but like everybody's situation is different. So, you know, Thea Trinidad says, you know what? I'm sticking to my guns. I'm going to go stream. I want my release. Uh, I want out. There's other people that are going to go, you know, because I think AJ Styles kind of addressed it on like one of his last streams on Twitch and was like, look, I don't know what's going to happen to this channel. I love doing this, but, you know, for right now, this is what it is. Obviously, you know, and, and AJ Styles, I don't know what, what his contract versus the Trinidad's is, but I feel like AJ Styles is probably making a bit more money than Zelina Vega from the WWE. So like, there, there's always a balance there 
and it, it goes back to a similar thing, you know, to, to the, the previous thing is like it, when something shitty happens, you, you have to self-evaluate and you have to, you know, between yourself and if you have a family or a spouse or whatever, you have to, you have to evaluate your situation and go, all right, I'm going to gamble on myself and I'm going to walk away from this. I'm going to ask for my release. Or you go, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just delete the channel and I'll just keep collecting my WWE money. And that's what's going to happen. Like it, it sucks. It's crappy. It absolutely is. Especially right now. Like when people are connecting to an audience, connecting to a fan base, whatever through these platforms, um, you know, and, and obviously this is a little bit different cause it's, it's, it's a sponsorship thing. And I go back to this one too. Like, WWE, you know, they, they answer to their ad sponsors and stuff like this. So like if, 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 and I'll, I'll go back to the, to the Lana and the, the energy drink thing. Like if, if, if Lana's, you know, promoting this, uh, CJ Perry's promoting this on, uh, on her page. And then Lana's out promoting the, the Mountain Dew kickstart or whatever. And, and Mountain Dew goes, why is she out here promoting a different energy drink when you have her promoting ours uh, on, you know, it, it can create an issue with advertisers. And then what if, an, what if one advertiser pulls out and then somebody's like, well, why did Mountain Dew pull out from the WWE? And it, you know, it, I'm not saying that th- those things can happen, but that that's from where a company standpoint, the WWE is going, we have to protect ourselves and the people that give us money for these products and these things. And they have to weigh that versus, you know, Mandy Rose and Lana plugging whatever they're plugging on Instagram. I get what you're saying, but but I would imagine if WWE went to the marketing execs at Mountain Dew and were like, hey, Lana's going to be in your commercial dick. What the fuck? Who? (laughs) Who the hell is this? Exactly. (laughs) But you know what I mean? It's And and that that was just one example because she was the... No, I get it. I, I get what you're you saying. Know, but, you know, but those those lower mid carters, I think, too, like aren't going to be featured in those commercials anyway. So they're not going to get those. But how? Checks. But how quickly does that that lower mid like Lana has been one of the most featured players in the women's division for the past you know handful of weeks? Whether what? whether whether you like it or not, she has been. So you know how quickly Hi, does I'm the girl that gets thrown through a table each week, Mountain Dew. <laughs> but like. How quickly can Mid Carter and and you know turn into something bigger than that? So it's so quick. I mean, it can. I mean, it typically happens because WWE is making that happen. Like, there's very few mid. Well, right. It doesn't right. Just catapulted through their own merit. Like New Day is pretty much it. Maybe Daniel Bryan, right? But it, it can happen. So again, it, it's 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 a shitty situation. Not try not defending, but it's it's again it's 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 unfortunately the nature of the thing. I'm and not sure if Nick is still listening, but he, Nick, he hasn't he hasn't commented anything with seven exclamation points in about if ten is, minutes. Let me let me let me tra- translate. <laughs> Um, and, and just kind of compact this for you. Mark, Matt, Tim, and Ryan understands and is sympathetic. Jim says, fuck it, get over it, and move on. <laughs> yeah, suck it up and move on, Nick. All right, you, let's... Can, you can do with what whatever you want. <laughs> Thumbs up that. Put a GIF in the comments. You'll be fine. Like, it's very 
easy, Jim, for you to not even have the butt. You could have just said this is a <laughs> shitty situation for everyone involved. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, the news and rumors, and then we'll get out of here because we're already past the uh, two-hour mark. Um, there's been reports several uh, WWE signings uh, to the Performance Center, Blake Christian, Taya Valkyrie, which we reported on the other day, uh, Harlem Bravado, and Eli Drake. Of course, Ryan, we talked about the new name, L.A. Knight. Um, also, former Notre Dame offensive lineman Parker Boudreau has reportedly signed with the uh, WWE developmental deal. Oh, he's a Notre Dame guy? As well, yeah. Former Notre Dame lineman. Dumb. <laughs> what a jackass. Transferred to no. UCF. That's, right. Yeah, he did. Oh, that's fair. That's fine then. So, you know, so you're good with him now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fine with him now. <laughs> you tweeted you tweeted something about him because he was a Notre Dame guy. You were probably sucking on his balls. Uh, and he followed us on the uh, on Twitter, I saw. So uh, thanks for that, too. Why am I coming? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim's not down me. there. That's it. Not, not it. me. No, not me. Not this one. Back. That's, that's the guy everybody's calling like Baby Brock, right? Right. He he or has Baby Braun. Yeah, has has a has a similar look to it uh to to himself, but yeah. Um no relation to Scarlet Bordeaux. Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. Awesome. Possibly. I haven't I haven't seen his behind yet. So <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll wait to see that one. Uh, according to Wrestling Observer, uh, Okada will be appearing uh, on AEW and or Impact as part of the uh, Forbidden Door crossover. Uh, no details given on how or when he could be used. Yes, yes, him in the back. Did you guys see that Tony Khan is referring to himself as the Forbidden Door? <laughs> Oh, no, because I would have tweeted the latest, about it. In the latest, uh, oh, we wouldn't have heard this then. No. In the latest Impact uh, AEW Impact commercial, Tony Khan says, "I am the Forbidden Door." Oh God, damn it! So the oh, Forbidden boy. Door is a gimmick for Tony Khan. You know, the guy who wasn't going to have a gimmick. Got it. All right. Well, I mean, they were also not going to be sports entertainment, but you know, things change. Uh, that was two fucking years ago. <laughs> All right, and then uh, finally, MVP suffered knee injury during a six-man tag uh, between the Hurt Business, Riddle, and the Lucha House Party on Raw this past Monday. Uh, there were reports that he was headed to Birmingham for an evaluation of the of the uh, injury. He did, he tweeted, someone told me the dirt sheets are reporting I went to Alabama to see surgeons. You guys should stop reading what those idiots report. They're always wrong. Um, he, did, uh, he did get an MRI but no official update uh, on his condition uh, as of right now. But he was he was definitely uh, he was definitely no pun intended hurting uh, on on Monday night. Uh, I know I, it's late. It's I've it's late. We're gonna we're closing up shop. Um, but uh, we will see uh, about the status of MVP. Uh, so and who who was he wrestling? Seth Rollins? When? What? Oh, no, Seth is on SmackDown. Ryan, Seth is on SmackDown. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't. Um. All right, let's Maya. Maya. <laughs> let's close it up. Uh, Tim, you got anything to plug? Oh, you know I do. I always have stuff to plug at Not the Toolman across all platforms: Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. If you care, TikTok. Send me TikTokies. I love you. 
It's not the tool man there too. Um, if you enjoy hearing my voice and some of my not so great takes, I have more takes on two other podcasts, uh, final wrestling place, uh, at final place pod on Twitter, uh, soundcloud.com slash final wrestling place and wherever else you get your podcasts. We cover the world of professional wrestling in a different light, assigning arbitrary red points and green points and putting your favorite wrestlers events, things in either the good place or the bad place. Last week we did Raven, uh, which was a very fun episode. And I realized that I knew more about Raven than I thought I did. I enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it because I'm not much of a Raven dude. And it kind of made me really want to jump into watching Raven stuff from ECW. Just we, we did kind of have an assist, but uh, and this week we're covering uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, Going to put him in his final wrestling place, and of course, the season finale is going to be Vince McMahon himself. So, uh, good two episodes to close out season fifteen. Um, but also, we do a live. Uh, we being Marcus and I, the uh, hosts of Final Wrestling Place, do a podcast called Viewers Choice. It's a live, pretty much a live reaction to the latest live event uh, for the WWE, NXT, or AEW. Uh, we just released our Takeover Vengeance Day review, and uh, coming this Monday at midnight, we will also have our WWE Elimination Chamber review. But our reviews are also very different as well where we take a pay-per-view and we put it on trial. Uh, one of us is the plaintiff, one of us is the defendant. We determine whether or not it is guilty of being a bad pay-per-view. Uh, so check us out at VC on NorthSouth, uh, northsouthconnection.podbean.com for that, and also wherever else you get your podcast as well. Uh, thank you so much. Matt, anything to plug? Uh, Woman of the Week. Uh, yes, sorry. Woman of the Week. Wow, you really threw me there because um, her <laughs> name is escaping me. Um, there we go. Lil McIzzy. Uh, so give her a follow on Instagrams at 3 Count Thursday. Um, we are doing one every week. Four posts for each woman we feature. So give them a like. One like counts as one vote towards their woman of the year standing. At the end of the year, we name a top three. We make donations to charity. It's all in good fun supporting women's wrestling. You can find me on Twitter. It's at 3CT, the letter A, Philly, as in Philadelphia, the number eight. You can listen to me on Wednesdays. I am on the Wiz Wit podcast, which is all things Philly sports. Myself and Ant discuss what's going on in the city of Philadelphia with their fandoms. And you can follow that at Wiz Wit Pod on Twitter. All right. Intern Mark, got anything? Well, let me think here. I hope everybody had a great false not day. Uh, Rihanna's birthday is Saturday, and if anybody wants to wish her well wishes, I'm sure she'd appreciate that. Um, if anybody knows how to get the smell of false nuts out of the vehicle, I'm asking for a friend. Will you please let, let me know? I'll pass it on to him. All right, yes, please. Uh, at three count intern uh, on Twitter, Ryan, got anything? Uh, did you just cut Mark off? No, you I didn't do cut that. The feed down on him. <laughs> Uh, my my batteries die. <laughs> the false knots were enough. Jet said, "Push Jim right over the limit, and he's had enough tonight." Ryan, um, no, Thank you Jim. can uh, if you want. You can follow me. I think it's on this side of my screen right here, of uh, on, on the Twitter. I don't I don't tweet much anymore. Again, the, the political shit died down a little bit, and uh, I feel yeah, the adults are Twitter, the adults are in charge great. now. Um, uh, what else is there? There's really not much. You gotta like not have me go behind 
Tim and Matt, like, who both do a lot of shit, apparently. Because I feel like a loser to wrap up the show because I don't have a lot of shit to say. So. All right, I'll try to remember um, to go to you first next I week. I sat here, like, the whole time trying to think of, like, fun shit that I to say. And I just work. And, and I do this. And I watch TV. And I do DDP yoga now. And uh, that's it. That's it. So well, good. Keep doing that. Go, go team, right? Keep doing that. Uh, is there, like, is there, what's the latest workout? Are you still on, like... Uh, energy was the first one. You do that for like three weeks and they start putting on a fat burner and that kicks your fat ass real quick. Good. We'll keep it up. Yeah, so that's, that's the two that I'm rotating through right now, but, uh, it's, it's a great program. If you've not checked it out, uh, ddpyoga.com. I'm not making any money from this, so it doesn't matter. Jim. All right. Well, I'm proud of you. Uh, you can follow me at big Jim sports. Um, but make sure you just make sure you're following the show at three count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, go to threecountthursday.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast uh, on YouTube, all podcast platforms. Give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts uh, if you're subscribed there. Check out our merchandise. We got uh, three great designs, possibly more to come uh, here in the coming weeks. Um, so please uh, check that out, whatamaneuver.net. And uh, until next week, guys, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? <laughs>